Live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Spare Notes series with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and William Cooper. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Spare Notes series. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am once again in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios um, here in beautiful Boston, Massachusetts. I am joined by... Mitchell Santaga in beautiful British Columbia in the Gurkha Cigar Studios, also of SmokingTobacco.com. And from Cigar-Coop.com, once again, it's our very good friend, Mr. William Coop Cooper from Indian Trail, North Carolina. Gentlemen, how Greet- are we? Greetings. Greetings. Hello. Doing good. Doing good. We have a Canadian, a somewhat Southerner, and uh, the uh, best hockey team in the league. Um, out there. <laughs> well, you know, when they win last night, they're the best hockey team. When they lost the other night, I didn't hear a word about it, you know? Oh, exactly. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told the other three people who brought it up to me, and that is, you know, we lose one game and everyone cries, but everyone forgets that before they lost that one game, we had won, like, what, 12 games in a row, I think? So... It- I, that is either a very good thing or a very bad thing. Uh, way to stay on a couple of you know that sometimes you, it's also you don't it was also the peak. it was also the second game of the first round of the playoffs, and people were like, oh, oh, oh here, here it comes. It's like it's it's well, the second uh, fucking game, and they lost. Well, oh, okay, here's what I'll say. I'll be in fair for anyone <laughs> thinks that the Florida Panthers have a chance in this series. They need the the Carolina Panthers have just as much chance of winning this series. No, the Boston's <laughs> going to get through this series. I mean, I mean, I, I I love there's a bunch of hockey guys out of you know the Miami area, and I'm like, yeah, look, good you made the playoffs this year, um, but but look, this Bruins team is good. I mean, you you guys are not winning this series unless something strange happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we're we're two one right now. We don't have Patrice Bergeron, um, because of an because of an injury. Right. Um, by the time he gets back, provided there's no other major injury, um, you know, it's only better for us, but I mean, I'm not worried, you know, 2-1 the first round against the Florida Panthers. Okay. You know, if it was the conference finals, if it was the conference finals and it was Carolina, you know, and it was like, you know. 2-1 2-1 Carolina, I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. But the Florida Panthers in the first round? Come on. Come on. No one in Boston is worried about that series. I, I, I mean, it's a, they're the favorites. They're hey, the favorites. You know what I can say, though? And I'm sorry, Mitchell, but I'm gonna have to, I have to stick a knife in you. I'm going to do it to your face. I'm not going to do it in your back. I'm going to stick it right in you. I don't think that cup's going up to Canada yet again, so... Um, I think that's uh, it. Looks tough, uh, dude. Edmonton I was just gonna say, <laughs> the Canadian teams are just awful. And you guys ain't bringing it. You guys awful. ain't bringing it home. <laughs> I, I, I watch. <laughs> it's just sad to watch. <laughs> Toronto gets Tampa Bay every year, right? Edmonton just finds ways to make average players look great. Like, and and the the goaltender that LA had, I think they got him late in the season, right? He was on. He was unbelievable last night. I mean, it was like you looked at this. He was like, you, you think Dominic Hasek was playing again for the Kings? No, it was. Uh, he was. Uh, I mean, the guy who's standing on his head. Edmonton finds ways to blow these. I hate to say it. I don't think it's coming back to Canada this year. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> Unless they just all of a sudden, you know, game four, five, turn it around like 
out of nowhere. But yeah, they're all the teams, all the Canadian teams are awful. You know, yeah. the Canucks, obviously, you know, I'm from Vancouver. They're, they're awful. Um, Oilers looks good before, but you know, Calgary let some of the good players go. Uh, Winnip- well, Winnipeg blew it today. Winnipeg's the other one. They blew it today. They blew it yep. against Vegas. So they lost. Yep. So. Yep. Again, I know. Just... I know. Uh, I know. Our good friend Kevin Akoff is uh, pretty excited about that one. You know, he was watching. Uh, he was watching the the Vegas game today. Um, also, Those shout are, out, yep. shout out to him really quick. Sorry, guys. Uh, on a speedy recovery, he uh, he had a little bit of a minor surgery this week. And I know it's been. A oh, rough I did not. I hope he's okay. Yeah. Nothing major. He'll be fine. Uh, okay. Just wanted to send a little. Uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. He's just a little sore, that's all. I just want to absolutely. A little, little love for our oh, man, I, Kevin. Sure thing, absolutely. Yeah, feel better. Other than that, it's another week. It's another Spare Notes show. I see our, our regulars are pretty much almost all here, minus Jay Davis and maybe one or two others. Uh, but I'm sure they'll, they'll find their way around. Um, it's Saturday night. I'm, uh, I'm excited. We have a good show. Uh, I went up to the Cigar Authority today. I spent some time there. Um, got to see uh, Skip Martin and Mike Rosales from Roma Craft Tobacco. Um, smoked a bunch of Roma Craft cigars, including Wonderlust, uh, the new um, Intemperance Volstad VO pre-release uh, that was pre-released at Two Guys Smoke Shops this week, um, which is going to be released later, the full release version. So from what I remember... Uh, Skip had used uh, for the pre-release batch blend he used uh, an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper and then he found a different wrapper and he decided to change it and that's the wrapper that's going to be on the full release um, later on so they're going to be slightly different um, why would I want the pre why would I want the pre-release then is my question is there something like is it because I can't get it I mean it's really not the cigar, then, is what you're saying. It's not going to be the cigar that's being released. It sounds like it's only going to be slightly different, but uh, from what I understand, there is there is a different wrapper on the full release versus the interesting. Full Inter- yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, have to I'll have to check Skip's Instagram account on that. Um. Yeah. I don't. I I was unaware. I I knew something was going on. With the, I didn't realize it was going to be changing the wrapper on that. That's a pretty big change. That's I mean, a very big change. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really a pre-release. It's not really a pre-release. It's thing, just, what I'm saying. We're changing the blend. It's now a different we're cigar. We're changing the blend. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what I understand, it's it's same variety. It's just it, he just found a different supplier or something. Uh, okay. I don't remember. I don't remember all the details. Still, okay. I wasn't. I I wasn't fully paying attention at that point. It, but it, but, it, but it's still it's still interesting. I mean, it still is interesting. I mean, if you're a cigar. Geek, I guess you want to compare and contrast that, which is something yeah. interesting. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. That I bet he probably did find better tobacco on it. Uh, we have Maybe seen some companies source. do that before. Yeah, I mean we've seen companies do that before. So uh, and I do have a yeah, bundle. I, I do have a bundle of those pre-release cigars too. So if you guys want to try them and you can't get a hold okay. of them, then uh, let me know. Okay. No, great. Um, but it was good. I mean, the, the pre-release one. I smoked one today, and it was it was it was pretty good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. A little. Did they think they need to sit for a little bit? But other than that, they were, you know, out out of the cellophane. They were good. Did Barry give it a Did Barry give it a hundred? Uh, I, I, I I don't think he did. I, I, I don't okay. I don't think he did. Uh, okay. Yeah, that'll be what that'll be his first one hundred and three. I will. Um, 
But I will say, I will say, um, outside of that, um, I I will say a little bit of fun at Barry's expense. He's fine, but I I had gifted Barry a bottle of bourbon today, and after the show, he decided to open it and drink it or whatever. So um, he opened it, and him and Skip were drinking it, and uh, like a minute and a half later, all of a sudden Barry looks down and his hands all bloody, and he's like, oh, he's like, what happened here? And I'm like. What's, I'm like, yeah, right? And I go to run for paper towels. He's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll go get it. And I go, what happened? What'd you do? And he's like, I think I cut my hand open, like taking the plastic off the bottle. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, that sounds like a rookie move. But uh, no, he. Uh, <laughs> as long as okay. I mean, we shouldn't laugh at that. We'll, 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 you know. I know. I just so like giving Barry okay. a little bit of a hard time. We should laugh at that, yeah. I love giving but, uh, Barry a little bit of a hard time because, you know, he likes to. Throw it out a little He's bit just too. got sensitive hands, you know. He does. He's got those soft, sensitive, womanly hands. Exactly. Barry Stein. Um, so how would you know? How would you know he has soft, womanly hands? It's like, because he, he, you don't want to know why, too? Because I watched him cut them open, taking the plastic <laughs> off of a liquor bottle. <laughs> okay, okay. That's how I know. I mean, I've, shaken, I, I've shaken Barry's hand. I don't think it was ever soft and cuddly. I mean, I just... <laughs> Who said the word cuddly? No one ever said okay. it. Yeah, no one said cuddly. <laughs> Come on. You implied it. Implied is not saying. <laughs> just for the record. Uh, maybe in a court of law, but not here in the Spare Note show. Okay. <laughs> what are you guys smoking tonight? Because I'm smoking through a bunch of different samples, and uh, I'll, I'll go last. But, uh, Mitchell, let's start with you. Well, uh Let's play a game. It was Coop's. Well, technically, it was supposed to be Coop's last review, but he posted a review today, so it wasn't Coop's last review, but it was his one before that. And uh, we'll see if anyone in the comments can can guess what cigar that was. Uh, I'm impressed. I, I you, you, I'm impressed with you smoking this. Then. It, do you, I don't even know. Hold on. Wait. 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 Time, time out. Time out. Time out. Use, time, use, time, use, time out. Time out. Time out. One more time, Mitchell. Can you just? Not the one he posted today, but the one before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, because I know, I know what, I know which one you posted. You posted Adventura today, right? Adventura today. Yeah. That's okay. correct. Yeah, nice that thing. was today's. Which Adventura was supposed to post yesterday, but uh. The oh, I remember. Little, I remember. I remember. Tired. Yeah. That's anyone in the comments? I don't think anyone in the I'll comments. I'll wait for. I'll wait for the audience. I'll wait for the audience. Yeah. What, I, I think I remember. Well, we'll give you some time. Don't use Google. Let's see if you can, you can. Yeah, no cheating. Don't be, don't be like that. You know, don't be. I'm so, uh, if 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 you if you were sequencing it right, I'm completely shocked you're smoking this cigar. If it's the one I'm thinking but, of, I had this on my list a few years ago. Or two years what ago? are you smoking, Coop? Oh, I'm going old school. I'm going with an Oliva Series V Toro. Oh, classic! I just pulled out a classic. You know. By the way, at Cigar Coop, it's we got some age on it. Oliva. We will cover the Oliva booster here at the Cigar Coop. <laughs> Coalition. Yeah, it's got some age on it. I think this is actually. I think I got these, but it's not super age. I'd say I got these maybe almost two years ago. So nice. I bought a box of these. Oh, that's yep. pretty good then. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. A little bit of rest yep. there. Uh, yep. I am. Um, <clears throat> I am smoking a punch spring roll. Here, I'll I'll, um, I'll tease the foot band. Oh, I'm right. Okay, I, I definitely I, know that. I am shocked. I am shocked you're smoking that. <laughs> I'm shocked Coop's just reviewing it now. Um, You, you know, I'm going to be honest. Here's what happened with it. Um, it that's been reviewed, out. 
it's been it, the review was almost done. I wasn't happy with the review. Um, and sometimes that does happen, so I shelved the review. I rebought the cigars, uh, and went through it again. It actually that's what happened with that. That's why that took a while. Uh, but sometimes I just I just wasn't happy with the notes I had taken. Uh, nothing wrong with the cigar, yeah. but I just felt I couldn't. But so I went through uh, and did did finish that up uh, this this week. All right, Actually, so, so so Kevin O'Connor, I think is he didn't give the name of the cigar, but he's got the he's got the brand down, and he he's got HVC. Yep, HVC hotcakes. The Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Nice size. It's a nice size. Um, yeah, I like that size a lot. Uh, he did good with the sixty with that. Um, mm-hmm. I really think he did. That's why I was surprised that Mitchell went for the sixty there. Um, but um, that was in my top ten. You know, maybe I, I can say I can say that. I've seen Mitchell smoke sixties a few times now because he smoked he smoked a huge uh, with All Saints. Yep. So I shouldn't yeah. be surprised. I really shouldn't be surprised. That's, that's huge. Nothing wrong with the cigars. Yep. Yeah. And you know it's funny because sixty ring gauges in the last couple of years they've kind of faded away a little bit. They're not as popular. Um, I think the seventies have faded more. Than the 60s. I, I, would agree I still with see that. a lot of I, I still see a lot of companies releasing the city. You know, you probably got what your you probably got with those punches. You probably got those little glorious 70s. Um, and I saw a couple of media guys say, "Well, the world smoked." I, I am really excited to smoke that Ligoria in the 70s. Me too. Because let me tell you, I smoked the Ligoria Serie R Maduro is a cigar I I've smoked for a long time. Um, and I've always enjoyed it. It was one of my – if I had a rotation scar about 12 years ago, that was in it. So I'm really interested to see how this is going to perform in the 70s. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I, we, we did get those uh, along with these. And uh, a bunch of those I actually just um, packaged up. They're on their way to Las Vegas for review. Uh, so – I kept I kept one for myself. I sent the rest off, so I will have the one. Actually, I think I have it with me. Let me see. I might smoke that after this because this is almost done. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of a lot of releases, and I and I did catch the first hour of. Um, you talking about the Corojo de Oro? Is that the one? So no, that's not the one. It was a, the, the Corojo de Oro was in that package though. Okay. Oh, you're talking which, about which, the San Andreas one. Yeah. No, the LaGloria. Did you get the LaGloria Cubana? 7 by 70 Oh, no. Okay, so you might, you probably, the Fords and General stuff went out separate. Yeah, I got, I get multiple packages. Yeah, yeah. So I probably yeah, so, get so you probably didn't get that one. Yeah. So the Corolla de Oro, there was a hard copy press release in there that we never got electronically. Okay. So actually, I looked at my. Corolla or I've never seen this cigar before, and I Google and it's in a few stores already. I'm like, and they never sent. I looked, never sent it, so I just took the hard copy press release and I put it on Coop and I just reported it on KMA. Um, I was gonna do that because I figured we didn't have a KMA release of the week, and I'd kind of end it. And then yesterday, the KMA STG release of the week comes out with the Punch Dad bot. Mm. Yeah, I was. Hey, what's gonna- the eye roll? I was just going to say, I did catch the beginning of um, KMA this morning, and it was funny. I love how you said, it came down to the wire. Uh, we almost It really this. did. It really did. Because yeah. like, that thing came in about, that thing came in around lunchtime on yeah. Friday. Yeah, I remember getting it, and I was like, oh, this we have week, yeah, STG. We, STG, really, 
and you know, I, I had Justin on Thursday night, and we had, we we toyed with him about it, and he, you know, he gave his like, you know, oh, we have a lot of stuff, you know. It was a, uh, he did a good job. No, um, so that was a great. I said to myself. Thank you. We 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 rattled them a bit, I think. But uh, it was Tyler good. Jeffrey <laughs> is here watching with us. Tyler, shout out! I saw one of your favorite people today, Skip Martin from Romacraft to Back. Um, thanks for watching the show, Tyler. Um, yeah, no, it it, it is funny. Uh, you know, last year I think was the all time. Uh, and Coop, you've been doing this a long time, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I mean, I mean, last year STG's releases. I mean, I fifty nine. Wow, we counted. Was that the most? From in your memory, yeah, because I mean I remember there was one trade show they had about thirty, and that's when they were unveiling all this foundry stuff. Yeah, and but this seemed like more. This seemed like more. Damn, and then they had all the flavor stuff, which I haven't really seen. Um, you know, and they're not bad cigars, is what I'll tell you. Those flavor, I think, I think if anything, and I, and I, t I was very honest with Justin. I think they misfired on a lot of things last year. Um, but the flavor ones, I thought were good value. The packaging, the names are a little hokey, but there's a reason for that. But the packaging was very retro vibe and stuff, and it was cool. And the cigars aren't that expensive, and they're not bad for flavored cigars. Well, I'm telling people. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't knocking it. I just, I have, I've been. Wanting the opportunity to get them, but um, yeah. they just kind of elude my visual space. Yacht, Yacht Rock. Around. Yacht Rock's the one to get, man. The Yacht Rock one is pretty cool. The Yacht, Yacht Rock. Rock one was the surprise. Yacht Rock. It's got this, like, cola taste to it. It was, it was very, like, for a flavored cigar, I never had anything like that one. That's interesting. Cola flavored. Yeah. But it had a cola flavor to it, yeah. Was it still That's sweet? Good. Or was it... It it was sweet, yeah. It was, it was a little, like I said... It's sweet. It does, you know, it's sweetened. It lacks complexity. But yeah. you know why they gave the name Yacht Rock is they wanted to be careful about putting flavored names on the packaging. That was the whole, like because they didn't, you know, with the whole the FDA stuff. So the idea is why they called the flavor F L V R is they took the A out of it. So they came up with these wacky names, you know, instead of calling it the Coca, uh, not Coca, instead of calling it cola a cola cigar, they called it Yacht Rock. I I, I kind of like it, and it goes with the theme of the marketing I mean, of so, like you know yeah. those eighties kind of colors and like you know the the funky vibe there. It overall, I thought it was one of the better recent flavored cigar releases in terms of marketing. I've never tried one as well, I, so I don't know in terms of flavor, but I totally agree. And I think that Ford's needed some flavored cigars because uh, General's got the CAO and, and the Macanudo M's on on that side. Ford's needed something. Uh, I just haven't seen those take off, and I'm completely surprised because they're not bad. The price point, you can't beat it. So yeah. I I really think the problem they had last year was General Ford's putting 59 releases out there. The salespeople only have so much bandwidth to go into every store, and stuff is just going to well, get lost. And, um, and that's, that's why I think it was too much they had. And not even that. The consumer can only – consume so much and the consumer can only take yeah. so many releases until something gets lost in yeah. in in the jumble so uh, yeah yeah is it too much debatably yes but yeah you, you know i'm sure they know what they're doing I, I, yeah you know i go i go and look at like altidus right they're a little more strategic like they tend to go to have a release every quarter 
that they mm-hmm. from, like a, sometimes I'll put a second one out there. Like so, right now they're dealing with the H Upman Barbiers, and now I think they're going to be coming into the new Mac and, uh, Monte Cristo uh, 1935 Diamantes, and I think that sales teams can focus campaigns and focus you know programs for the retailers, and obviously the consumers aren't trying you know six cigars that are coming out in a month they're, they're, they're coming out with one or two a quarter and it's a lot more manageable for that so i i don't quite understand i i hope that they actually slow this down a bit for the like i i hope they don't slow it down because keep the kma segment going but i hope they do because i think it you know i said to justin last uh, thursday night in fairness it sometimes takes two or three years for a brand to build it really does right so yeah maybe one of these things you came out with Maybe flavor does take off in two or three years, but you know it, it's tough when you when it was coming out of the gate like that. So we'll see, we'll see. I think I think you're right. And like with Altadas doing those review with, with those release kind of cycles, they give the cigar like time to breathe and time to gain some traction. And I find they definitely yep. have a little bit more of that like online media impact like a altatus review you'll see people posting about it trying it smoking it and having like a bit of interest outside of even just media so yeah yeah i i think it's a i said i think it's a good approach they did i wasn't at tpe matt you were there but i think they were focusing on the barbier there uh for sure was probably the, the barber pole um that was probably their big focus there and you know now they're moving to this new monte cristo which i've smoked by the way so uh and they're going for a premium price point with that one um but it is a good cigar. Sorry, guys. I was just getting caught up on the um, on the comments and not not so much just on the show, but uh, Loomis, Aaron Loomis had commented on, on a thread. And it just made me laugh. I'm sorry. I got all distracted. So first of all, shout out to Jay Davis, who is finally here. Uh, Jay saw the article post for SmokingTobacco.com for the last Spare Notes episode last week, and he thought that the show was on. And so he sat around and waited for 90 minutes, waiting for us to go live, only to realize we weren't going live. And so it created, he kind of created a thread earlier, and Aaron Loomis said, uh, which I thought was really funny, uh, Jay Davis, you should, start a sh- you should start a show called Spare Time if you waited 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I'm the only one that thinks that's funny, but I thought it was pretty That's no, pretty funny. I, I just, I, l- I like the comment. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's had a long week. Uh, I just felt bad. I'm like, Jay, I'm like, it's every other Saturday. You should know this. Like, Come on, but he misread the, the article uh, post, and that's okay. Yeah, I know the developing pallets team is going to be on Bear's show tomorrow night. Oh, oh nice! Yeah, that's going to be a fun show. Go, and I, I, yeah, and I have an eight o'clock meeting on Monday. I found out that I have to be in right, so I probably am not going to make it through that whole show. I can tell you. Better get the coffee ready. Monday show. Oh I told man. those guys. I hope you guys took the next day off from work. Jay has nothing. <laughs> the mic says Jay has nothing else to do anyway. Oh man, shots fired. Dan Thompson, I waited too, Jay Davis. Dan, come on, <laughs> Jay Davis, Aaron Loomis, good point. Go buy a box of cigars for once and stick one of those in your mouth. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Damn. Oh, man, a little trouble got started here. Maybe I was spending too much time with Skip today. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll use, uh, we'll no. use free... We'll use code uh, Blue Smoke of Dallas Zero to get zero percent off at uh, Blue Smoke of Dallas from the That's developing right. pellets team. That's right. That's right. That's my, right. My, minus minus ten percent. Yeah, minus ten percent every yeah. time you bring up developing pellets to the to the Blue Smoke of Dallas team. That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> Charge uh, you extra. Tyler, uh, no, but we are we are working on getting something going, so hopefully soon. Uh, we, we're going to get them going. Uh, Garrett Robinson's here. Shout out to Garrett Robinson. Um, thank you for everyone for being here tonight. Really excited that everyone's here hanging out with us while we do our show. Uh, listening to us banter and bullshit as always. We had a great visit with those guys I had last week, by the way. Yeah, it looked like you guys uh, had fun. Matt. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, let me, let me tell you I, I really have fallen in love with that area, the Minneapolis-St. Paul. I say this everywhere I go sometimes, but I, I really enjoy going up there. And to go to Minneapolis in April with 90-degree weather, I mean, it's very unique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were very lucky. Yeah. Garrett, I am smoking so, a – sorry, guys. Garrett missed everyone's swear. I'm smoking the punch spring roll. Um, Mitchell's smoking the hot cake Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. It's and so good. Coop's it is smoking, really good. And Coop's smoking the Oliva. Uh, what are you smoking over there? Oliva? Uh, Sarah, Siri Bay. Siri Bay. Just basic. Old school. I went to that. Mm. Um, oh, that's good. That's good on that. Um, sorry, guys. I was just trying to uh, make sure the audience was fully engaged. Can't can't leave them out, you know. That's why we're here. We're here for them. Uh, anyway, so um, Coop, I, there's something there's something that came up this week with you. Mm -hmm. That was kind of I know your beef of the week because you made a big Facebook post about it, and I'm just gonna bring it up because we're here. I'm gonna let you get it out of your system because I know that's this is what you like to do. Um, and as another media person, and, you know, Mitchell's up here, and he's a little bit newer to this side of the, the game, but he'll understand the pain soon enough. Um, press releases for manufacturers. I know that's been a bone to pick with you this week. So um, let me let's just, just get it out. Let's think of this like your, your therapy session. It's, we already know, but sometimes it feels better to vent. So let's, uh, let's just hear you go for All right. it. <laughs> All right. This is, this is what you call pulling on a rope, okay, with the cigar industry. Because about 75% of the cigar industry is completely clueless on how to engage with media, okay? So I've been fighting this thing for, for 10 years about press releases, right? And a lot of it's more, it seemed a lot more focused on writing the press release, right? And, so, you know, and, and you have to come to a conclusion. You got to come to a conclusion that most companies are lazy and they don't want to write them, right? You, you come to that conclusion, right? But when you get a series... When I see a series of things come out, blah, blah, blah in a press release, 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 four different companies, and I don't have the press release, there's a problem, okay? There, there, there is a real problem. Like, so it turns out, man, I don't want to mention the company in this case, but you sent me one, and they did have a press release, right? I could yeah. – like, so – but, but it was not sent to me. I'm a media guy. I do this day in and day out, okay? How do I not have this? You're spending time to write a press release, right? And it somehow isn't getting to the press it, it is the issue. And all you have to do is read Half Wheel, and you can figure out the companies that said in a press release that I don't have covered there, okay? And... It's, I'm going to say some of these companies I have relationships with, so I don't quite understand. And they're not mad at me or anything, right? So, But they're not maintaining this. Now, this I got pissed off on that thread. All right? And I'm going to – and I look, I really like this guy. I, I like Boston Jimmy a lot. He's, like, suggesting I should create a list of, of 
emails that all these companies should send press releases to? Here's the answer. No. Right? I'm not going to enable, I'm not going to do the company's job that they can do themselves. Okay? Um, and on top of that, if I create a list and leave someone off, I'm the bad guy. Right? No. You know who the players are. Right? It's easy. This is easy to do. And if you're not seeing your stuff being covered by a media brand, then maybe you should go and fix it rather than, you know. But, but no, I'm not going to create a list for these companies, right? It, it's, but why are you spending resources? Like, don't bother doing the press releases. And here's the thing. It's not just me not getting them. There's a lot of media guys not getting these press releases. So clearly there's a problem with what we call distribution of the press releases. The creation of them is one problem, but the company they're doing it now, can you guys figure out how to get these press releases to the guys who are actually going to use them? Let me ask you a question, Coop. That's my B for the week. So uh-huh. I know I know that that was a big deal for you, and um, yeah, I, I, I've dealt with it. It too. happened multiple times. It didn't happen one time. Yeah. Well, if it's a company that I think you're talking about, they had multiple stories this week, so yes. Um, well, okay, but that's one. But here's the thing. I was able to confirm that one really easy, okay? Yeah. It was the uh, that that's that's just a little bit of a I think the other companies I don't understand the reason here. So, I wanted to ask you. I I wanted to I wanted to say I so I know you made that post and it was you were very open and public about it on social media and everybody saw it. And it was funny because right. after you did that, I think it was like a day or so later, we all got an email from a manufacturer who never sends out press releases that, oh, hey, we're building a media distribution list. And I'm like, is that a coincidence or is that because someone saw your beef of the week and you, they were like, we should really fix this? And you know who I'm talking well, about. Well, I know I'm talking about they don't do maybe they got, but they weren't engaged in doing the press releases to begin with. So that's the one. But maybe they're not going to use it for press releases. Maybe they're going to use it for communication. I think that's a very good thing that a company's taking the time. Oh, I thought it was that. great. I just and didn't I, know if that was I like in response to what you did, or if it just happened to be a coincidence. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I'm not going to say. Um, I, I don't think so. I would like to think that they were probably planning on getting their stuff together with that, and it was coincidence. That, that's what I'm going to say. Um, but I, I, I think you and I just said score. Like this is great news. Like when you see that and you're taking the time to do that, that's a that's. I immediate. I responded immediately and I asked my guys to respond immediately. I said get 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 on this now. So we're on that because this is the we have these problems now. I can tell you that some of these other companies this week, I have given them my information for a press release and I don't have and it's and it's not getting to me and it's not going to spam, and no one else is getting those press releases either. So who's who's who are these press releases going to? Is so, my question. I will say this: in press releases, where are they going to? Yeah, I, I will say this: in terms of smokingtobacco.com, we get almost just about we get a large majority. I'm not going to say 100, um, and I'm going to give and I'm going to call somebody out here in a second because it's my Ooh. fucking show and I can because um, that's just how I roll. Um, but there are a few companies we don't have communication with. There are also some of those companies we don't have the best relationship with. Not because we have a bad relationship. We just, you know, we haven't really intertwined with them enough yet. And, you know, we right. look at those things and they're on our list of, you know, companies that we need to, you know, have more engagement with, you know, this year and stuff like that. And that's fine. And we'll, we'll it takes a while up. to build that up sometimes, too. It, it does. To build that but up for the yeah. sake of the argument, we have a pretty robust network of communication with the manufacturers, I will say. Um, however... In some instances, there are manufacturers we've put in a lot of effort with, and they I've been in situations where their stories have gone out, and I'm talking like five, six times now, and we never get the press release. And I go to the owner of the company, 
who I know, and it's the same story every time. Oh, I don't know. Give me your email again. And it's like, Omar DeFrias, I've given you my email seven fucking times. How hard is it to get us on the press release list? You know? So guess what? I ain't covering Fratello anymore because, you know, it's whatever. I mean, you don't want to find. Then fuck you. I'm not going to waste my time. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. And, you know, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. It's just like, all right, if you can't, you know, you can't do something simple. And we've already, you know, once or twice, okay, I understand people are busy. But, like, you know, we've been doing this for over a year now. It's the same song and dance every single time you make an announcement. So, you know what? I'm not helping you anymore. I'm not chasing you down. And someday when you circle back, uh, maybe you hear this show and you take offense to it. I really don't care. But maybe someday you go, oh, why don't you cover our stories? I'm going to say, hey, you remember, like, the half a dozen times that we ran into this and I gave you my email like half a dozen times and you still never sent us shit. So we don't report on it now. And that's just kind of how it goes. Um, you know, that's just, that's just my piece. And that's really the only one that's been frustrating. So that's why I called them out. Cause I just don't care anymore. But for the most part, manufacturers, it's like, Hey, you kind of reach out again and they're like, Hey, I don't know why you want on the list, but let me get you on the list. And then boom, it's all set. Uh, I know there's a few who just don't do anything, like Coop's kind of talking about, and that's a little difficult. And s some of them, uh, so look, uh, yeah, you're not going to change their ways in that, so you have to work with that and prioritize it. Right? I, I get that. Um, I totally get that, right? And I have I have to resolve that. No, you don't have to always spoon feed me a press release, right? But we have to prioritize that stuff after that. Now, if you're the companies that are sending press releases out and it's not going to the media. I have to make some decisions when it comes to PCA, right? Because we, this PCA show, we think we can only cover about 60 booths, right? So there's going to be companies that are not going to make the chopping block, right? right? And what do I do in this case, right? Now, there's some companies that, like Padron, I'll never get a press release from them. But guess what? I got to cover Padron. I mean, there's no way I'm, I just have to, they've been dealing with that to do it for 35 years. So that ain't going to change, okay? Um, but there's other companies like where, you know, we, we, we've tried to build relationships with. We thought we had relationships, and then we're, we're constantly chasing this stuff down. And it's like this is where you say it's, it's pulling our rope. I have to make a decision here. Um, you know there was one company, Matt, that I was literally ready to cut off, right? Yeah, I know. And then there was some change. Then, then there was some big changes made, and it changed the game, right? But I was literally – there was one company I just said, this is, this is ridiculous. I, I – we we can't. It's not worth the effort anymore. It's like we're just getting. Yeah. And now they've made some changes, and I think it's going to be for the better. So, so I mean, like I said, if you're putting time to write a press release for the press, I think the effort to go send it to the and you look. I'm not trying to be. This is going to sound very snobbish. People know what I do. Okay, I've been doing this 13 years. If you can't, if you're not seeing it come on coop, right? You, maybe you can contact me or, or figure out, look at your list again, right? I, I can't keep chasing you down. I can't, I can't, I just can't do it anymore, right? Uh, I won't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know what else. I mean, it, it sounds, I know it sounds ridiculous. Now, look, just because you send me a press release, by the way, it doesn't mean you're going to get it on Coop. There, there are guidelines I have to work with, right? Basically, if you're, if you're announcing a product, you're going to get it on there, right? Right. Um, you got to give it to me, and you got to give it to me on a timely basis, right? Um, and then, you know, look, if it's store exclusive, you don't give it to me the same day, 
You ain't gonna sit on Coop. I'll tell you that right now. Don't even don't even come to me with it. Like if it's not the same day you announce it. And if it's not gonna be on the shelf within if you're gonna tell me it, you're gonna tell me it's already on the shelf, I'm not interested in it. So because I'm not interested in giving you a free ad. Guys, and I just want to clarify. So for everyone now who's like getting on my case just for, for saying something about Fortello like not being friendly with at least some of the media. Like, this isn't me just trying to, like, start a fight with Omar. I mean, it's just me saying, like, hey, like, it's plain and simple. Like, we've tried to communicate and work with you, a, you know, a half a dozen times. And, s like, every single time we get told, like, hey, well, like, we'll take care of whatever. And then the next story comes out and we get nothing. And then you reach out and you hear nothing back. And then finally it's like, oh, yeah, like, sorry. And it's like. How many times are I going to do the song and dance? So, like Coop said, we're just not going to chase you down anymore. It doesn't need to be a whole thing. And everyone else makes something into a bigger deal yeah. than it needs to be. It's just me saying, look, yeah. I'm not wasting my time anymore. So, your stuff doesn't get covered by us. And whatever. I mean, I, like, you know, it's, it's not complicated. If you can't figure it out, like, we're, we're just not wasting our time chasing people down anymore. That's it. It doesn't need to be a huge thing. Yeah. Um, it's, that's just, I'm just being very black and white with it. It's just, Hey, listen, like, I'm just trying to say, I'm not being like, Oh, it happened one time. Like, no, it happened a bunch of times. And now I'm like, okay, well I'm done. Like, it's not my job to chase you down. It's my job yeah. to take the news and report it. So that's really all it is. There's no, like, it's not that I think Fratello's cigars are bad. It's, I, they do some good stuff. But, you know, as media representation, we're not going to waste our time chasing them down. Like, it's just we have other things to do. So just so that we're clear, because, you know, already reading the comments, people are making up their own assumptions. And it's like, no, it's oh. nothing against them as a brand. It's just their media connection is not great. I hope you guys can work that out because uh, Omar's a really good guy. I'll say he that. is and he is awesome. a good guy. And that's why it's disappointing because so, I like Omar. But it's I, like I, he just can't get yeah, this going. It, yeah, it's um, he's a good guy. I mean, I honestly say that we've had a very good relationship for ten years with him, so uh, and we'll continue to have. But at the same time, I, I even look at this. I feel bad for you, but Matt, I'm like, I'm having enough trouble chasing enough companies down. I can't say chase for other brands. It's just it's getting to a point where I just at this point, like, I'm pulling on the rope to the point, you know, with, with these other companies. I'm like, they don't. They're clearly not interested in engaging with me, so I have less interest, you know, with those other companies. Fratello has always been pretty good with the media, and I, I just hope this can get resolved. I'm going to be very honest with you on that, too. I understand your frustration, but they've been always pretty good, which is surprising me with this stuff. You know, and that's the thing. You, but you know there was, a, there was a big company I had a You know there was a big company I had a problem with. I know. You kind of helped me out I know, I know. We, so we, it does happen sometimes is what I'm saying, yeah. You know, yeah. but and it, look, here's the thing. This is where being in the media, this is, you know, when, you, when everyone says good things, it's like, oh, you know, and then you got to say something negative, which is part of our job, and that's part of our integrity. And then everyone gets all like, "Oh my God, negativity!" And it's like, "Yeah, being in the media isn't all just sunshine, sunshine and roses. It sometimes it's negative, and that's just reality." Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Just as a reminder, uh, you know, it's, you know, even even my own wife is over here. Cigar industry smackdown. No, it's not what it is. <laughs> it's just look, it comes down to business it's like you either give me the information or you don't i mean that's it i'm gonna i'm gonna keep on rolling so and then that's how coop feels and you know what i take that position because a lot of what i learned i learned from coop so i just keep on rolling baby i mean there, there there's a <laughs> point where i just say you know what there's there's 60 other companies that i know were engaging with us uh you know there's a couple of companies i have trouble getting press releases from <laughs> and to Garrett. be honest with you if they if they have relationships if they have relationships with 
CA going back before I was even smoking cigars. It's tough for me to crack that one. I got to be honest with you, okay? So I have to just kind of, that one I'm just going to have to kind of settle. But, but some of those companies have had those relationships for that long. They've been great when I've reached out to them on stuff. So I'm not, you know, that, that, but newer companies who, you know, here's the other problem we get. This is what we're called the minor, this is where I see, I feel like we're minor leaguers, right? We get press releases from a company. And the ironic thing is they're always going to CA with the new national product releases. But if they're doing this little, uh, like, event release or single stories, then they want me to cover it. Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. If you can't give me the national, if you don't think enough of me to give me the national stuff in a timely manner, I'm not going to cover that stuff for you because it doesn't have a good ROI for me. So I have to make these decisions. I have to work smart because, you know what? Four years ago, I was in a hospital, right, because I burnt myself out, right, because I got yeah. sick. I can't do that anymore. I just, no. you know, that's it's my point where we grew last year good, and, and I'm just not going to I'm not gonna chase this stuff. You just won't get the coverage. And then don't get mad at me. You, the ball's in your court. If you're writing press releases, you should at least, you shouldn't need, you shouldn't need me to give, you know, it should be very easy. There's, there's only about 10 of us that cover this in the media, I want to say. There's not a lot of us that do this stuff. Right. You know, you can, you can name down the people. You know, you got two of them on this show, right? You got the development palettes. You got Stojo. You got Half Wheel. Uh, Boston Jimmy. Um, th- there's not a long list of this. And I know I'm leaving a few folks out. I'm I sorry, mean, right? and that's not including the, not the print like guys, a, but yeah. Right. There's, there's enough of these out there where you, honestly, you should be reviewing this stuff periodically. Because, again, you're putting a lot of, like, some of the press releases, there's a lot of time and effort put into these things, right? You want to make sure they're getting distributed properly. So it is important to do that. Because you are spending resources to do it. But if it's not reaching, this is, this is beyond the problem of the, the, the argument, do a press release or not. This is, I'm doing them, but I'm not taking the time to do proper distribution. And here's the other thing you can do really easy. Put the damn thing on your website and be done with it, right? Then you can just be done with it saying the press release is on the website every time. And there's a couple of companies I've dealt with that, and that's how we do it. I mean, this is not doesn't rock. Dr- doesn't Dr- doesn't my Drew State do that? They do it, yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, answer to this, the answer to this is very simple. It's not rocket science. This is not hard. This is not rocket science to fix this problem. It's fixable. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I know. It's, it is. It's, you know, yeah. some companies are better than others. I mean, some companies just don't try at all. <laughs> And that, that's fine. Yeah. That, that, that's fine. We, we, we have a unique situation, too. Um, ben, who's on our team, has moved twice since he's joined the team, right? And I know Ben sometimes has trouble getting physical, e- physical addresses changed, right? Because, you know, again, this should be very easy to go change your physical address if a company wants to send you something, right? Some companies will always check with you beforehand. Some companies don't. And then Ben, I'll say, has been very proactive at getting address change stuff done, and it doesn't get done. I mean, so, again, this is, this is, this is, it's not rocket science is the title of that. This. Jay Davis has, is firing some shots of his own. CA, what's that? The Cuban Authority? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Garrett Robinson says he has a solution. So, I don't know, Garrett, I don't know if you want to comment on it or if you want to talk about it after, but. But if you want to share with us, it's not rocket science. It's it's easy. It's such an easy solution. Like if you don't want to do a press release, that's fine. This is this is not about that. This is about press release needs to go to the press. I know. (laughs) It all needs to happen. I know. 
And I feel bad. Can I just say if I feel anyone bad? Thinks that's re- if anyone thinks that's ridiculous, I want to know. I want someone, if there's a comment out there saying I'm out of line on this, let me know. I don't think I'm out of line on this. It's a, and, and it's a basic request I'm asking. So let me so let me just say this, though. I feel bad because during this discussion, which now it's not really a heated discussion, but it's also not a very loving conversation. We have the right. we have the polite Canadian up here on the right uh, who's been quiet because <laughs> Canadians are too polite for negativity. <laughs> so he has nothing to say. <laughs> feel bad. I'm just I'm just sorry about the situation, you know. M- Mitchell's uh, Mitchell's apologizing. Yeah. He's not even involved. <laughs> M- 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 Mitchell is like Mitchell is kind of let's put it like this. He's getting baptism by fire with this. Uh, uh, Yeah, one day when I, uh, uh, it, it, when I when I accidentally give someone below an eighty on a score, I'll have to. Uh, <laughs> I'll well, have you to know, deal Mitch, with the fire. Mitchell, well, no, yeah. no, no. The bad, the best is they'll call someone else. Like, like well, this is the best. Well, they'll call you now, Coop, you get <laughs> They'll call. Gary Robinson, I can create an email distro list that will send out to all media outlets. What just for? You guys at Don Doroteo, or like you mean like universal email list for everybody? Because that doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to use it. Yeah, yeah. I got enough problem. Like that's great. I think Garrett's done. A, he's already done a good job with that stuff too. Uh, but my answer is I am not maintaining. The reason why I'm emphatic about not maintaining a media list for others is because I don't want to miss someone. It does, and then I'm accused of being, you know controlling and stuff like that that and that's gatekeeping that's, and it's not right you don't i don't want that to happen uh at all because it should be open to everybody whether i like them or not you know what i mean that's so i gotta be really i can't do that and I've, I've been asked to do it and i've turned i've turned almost everyone down on it that request mm. i just i cannot get in that business um jay with i know i thought it was hilarious i get it I just thought it was funny. I mean, and there is some there is some truth to my, that. My, my book, my book, just this saying. book I write one day, this memoir on uh, Scar Media problems. It's going to be called "It's Not Rocket Science." I mean, it's, that's going to be the title of that book. That's going to be wait. No one better use that's gonna, that. That's right? going to be the title of your book. When I write this book, one well, I'm going to write this memoir one day of all the horror stories I've had with cigar media relationships. Yeah, it's going to be called "It's Not Rocket Science." That and anyone use that title, I'm going to go after them. You know what's right you now. know what's funny about that? You know you know what's funny is when you said that. Right. When I hear that title, I think of the book "Somehow I Managed" by Michael Scott. <laughs> if anyone knows what that is, I know Nicole does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow okay, okay. I manage. <laughs> Yeah, Mitchell's uh, got a bigger. Yeah, Mitchell's got a bigger challenge, and I know John's got that. I know Aaron deals with that with John. Yeah, Canada. I deal with a Dave in Australia. I deal with a Dave in Australia, a lot. So I I know those challenges, and and those are I think those are exceptions. I I kind of understand some of the challenges around that. So we've worked some things out with that. I have a couple companies that do send to Dave directly, uh, but we've worked some stuff out to get Dave taken care of in Australia. Which is always a challenge. Dan Thompson said, because I think this is interesting, guys, sometimes people make mistakes on PR distribution. Try to help them out. But if it keeps happening, they are trying to tell you something. Yeah, so when it happens six times, it tells me, yeah, don't waste my time anymore. Uh, that's what it tells me. Yeah, that's – that's. That, I understand, know, I Dan. Understand Dan, Dan, I'm with you. I love you, Dan. I And, believe, and you know, to be fair, in McAuliffe, you guys do a great job. So, um, Great job. Great definitely job. not definitely not uh, you guys. But, but yeah, 
it, yeah. it tells me, you know, hey, don't waste your time trying to cover them anymore because, you know, you have to keep chasing them down. So it's like, all right, well, yeah. whatever. There, there's a st- there is, now, there is this other thing that happens, and this is, not, this is not under this umbrella. Yeah. It is I've had to use other distribution channels to get news, and that's when a lot of companies will send it to the retailer channel first. And I don't quite understand that approach. I think it's, it's something, but like I said, there are legitimate reasons something you do have to send it to the retailer channel first. I, I do understand that. Uh, in a lot of those cases, I'll try to contact the company first. But it also, I think it's fair game, right? So if I have a relationship with a company, right, um, I, 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 you know, I have a relationship with a company, hey, look, I saw this on the retail side, right? If I can't get in touch with someone in the company, it's fair game for me. Um, and, I've, and I've, you know, so I, I just, I'll go with that channel. That's not what I'm talking about. When I see quotes in a pr- and it's saying a press release, and look, I know there, it's a, the press release exists because you showed me one, that that you actually had gotten one of those, right? Yeah. I know it was a legitimate press release, right? And in fact, that company's not really the problem either. They, they I think there's other companies, it's been, a, it's like I've been pulling on a to, rope with the to other To be companies. fair, to be fair, the company that you're talking about doesn't really send out a lot of press releases anyway. Not because they just don't no, they, do it, because they, they just don't have, they don't make that many announcements usually. They don't make that many announcements. And to be honest with you, in this case, I was well ahead of the story too. So Also, in the, it wasn't, to be uh, fair, to be fair to that company, to be fair, in the in the last few years, that stuff was coming out, but they've had some internal changes, and I think that maybe yeah. why it's not. Yeah, as, I, there's there are some reasons why this happens, and I understand it. Too. There's a little bit of um, a reason behind them, and I think they they yeah. deserve a little bit of an now, excuse. Now, to, to there be fair. was one this week. There was five. I mentioned yeah. one of the five this week. It turned out they gave someone an exclusive, and I did get it that same day. Um, so. And I do understand exclusives are so that wasn't really a problem per se. Yeah. I did get it, and I, you know, but uh, I wasn't happy about it. I'm not gonna lie to you, but um, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm very much the recipient of exclusives sometimes too. So I have to be a little more patient in that case. I get that, but I, I know these other ones, these presses have gone nowhere to anybody. So I'm like, who, who are they going to? Um, like so. there was like there was another company, um, very popular company that. Uh, not like a big, big company, but, you know, not a small, tiny one that uh, had someone who was handling media but also doing a bunch of other things. And, Coop, I know, I think this kind of frustrated you more, even more than me, but it was like kind of a similar situation with Fratello, although they I would just, they would still send me the stuff after I would have to bring it up again. They'd eventually send it. It just I'd have to start the process over every time. Yeah. Um, and I know recently they have made some changes, and now they have an outside firm who's taking care of their marketing. And well, yeah, and, and, and that was a company. And it's someone who does multiple brands that we know, and he does a fucking fantastic job, I have to well, say. Well, and that was the one I was like, <laughs> yeah, frustrated with, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, sometimes you got to, yeah. So, I get, you know, in that case. But, you know, I always, like I said, I don't want to, you know, we want to have the relationship with the company is the key thing. That's the most important thing I want to have out of this is have a relationship. So when I go see you at PCA, I really am informed about what you're doing. And it's it's not – I shouldn't have to – I should know enough about what your company's doing at that point where I can really focus on the trade show itself and, and the specifics of it. Um, I shouldn't have to go in and, and you know, and learn about you. And, and here's the other thing that I'll say. I don't know how it is to smoke and tobacco. I require – Unless I talk to someone and have a conversation, uh, I have to have direct communication with them. 
So, for example, it's not acceptable for someone else to give me the press release. Um, and the reason I stay away from that is I have to, there's considerations around intellectual capital and stuff like that. Um, being authorized, you know, you want to make sure you're, you're, you're an authorized media partner. Yeah. So they, and, and there was one company I pushed back on and they did contact me directly. Someone else, there was another media person who, who tried to give me the press release and I was very nice. I said, I'm appreciative of it, but we need to have the relationship with the company. The company did reach out to me and that's cool. I mean, sometimes those things sometimes happen too. Um, not to, not to like change course here. I just, I just oh, please, th- please change it. <laughs> well, you don't want, you don't want to answer this question? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just did a question. It just oh, oh I didn't. Okay. No, all right, never mind. Uh, David says, speaking of Garrett, Skip said something on their show, and I quote, there isn't a cigar out there that costs more than two or three bucks to make. What do you think? Um, Coop, I'll let you take the lead on this one first. Um, I don't know enough to answer that question, to be honest with you. I don't either. I really I can't. deflected I, to you because I wasn't sure if maybe yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think this is, I, I don't want to. I think generally speaking, Probably, but the reason why I'm getting a little careful is when you get into like aged tobaccos and stuff, there's valuation costs in the company. Right. So that's why I, I'm a, like, if someone's aging tobacco literally for 10 years, right, there's got to be costs that are under the covers with that that we're not seeing. So, you know, and they're, I'm sure they're a like, big company. I'm sure their accountants are all over them on this. So I'm sure that's factoring into some of these costs right now. Like, well, you know, you've been you've been having to maintain these bales and you know, these pylones or whatever. So that's why I'm a little careful. I don't really know the answer other than I think there's sometimes other factors that may go into that. But I, I understand where Skip was coming from with that. Jay, but I don't feel other, really qualified. Now. Jay kind of threw in a, a response here. Skip is right. I would venture to say that there is not a cigar made anywhere in the world that costs more than a dollar fifty to make. But aging, shipping, customs, taxes, and opportunity costs do add to those base costs. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I would agree with that. That's a fair assessment. Like also, you got to think special vitolas, or when they're made by certain bancheros, roleros, and pears, that it's like, oh, they can only make so many a day, right? It's like, sure, a regular production cigar that's just a five by fifty robusto, sure, can cost you two or three dollars. But what about all of a sudden, you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but you know, say on average they're making five hundred a day, but this pair only makes one hundred and fifty a day. Sure, at the same cost, but now they're making, you know, one fourth of the yeah. the production with the same amount of time they're working and things like that. And like you said, definitely, uh, you know, the aged tobacco. Um, but everybody knows, like, it's not like it's not like the cigar industry is doing something different than every other industry. Whiskey only costs a certain amount to make but there's a story behind it there's marketing behind it there's a legacy behind it you know all these things go into the perceived value of a cigar and just because you know roma doesn't necessarily want to go above and beyond those things and you know they go on the model of well it should be a fair price which is good and and that's why a lot of people support them but there's a lot of companies that although the baseline of making the product was this amount they value their own company and their logo and their their heritage and their, and, and all these things at a higher perceived value and again yeah. at the end of the day the market is going to choose whether or not that perceived value is the true value because if they don't buy it then that's not the value and if they do buy it then that is the value so nicole made a comment I mean, and it, this kind of goes along with mm-hmm. uh, kind of what coop was saying about like the certain tobaccos uh nicole said or if they purchase the tobacco from somewhere else 
may be more expensive than growing it yourself since the person selling it is trying to make a profit. Yeah, it, it, it's a valid point. Or, you know, sometimes, but then I know there's some companies that look at a farm and they, they say, and this came up a little, you know, with, with the Justin interview, do I want the overhead of having a farm? I mean, there's overhead involved with that too. So some companies, they use it to their advantage. Some companies, they don't want to get involved with that um, piece either. But it's a valid point she makes. Um, I, I, so that's why I'm, I'm a little careful to just say, I, I, it's, I don't want to say it's a one size fits all, it's skip. Uh, I know Dan, Dan is, you know, with McAuliffe, he's, he, he and I have had numerous conversations on, on this. Um, but, you know, I'm a media guy. So I'm always careful about reporting on that stuff because I don't feel qualified enough. But I think there's other factors that Skip is missing with that, that maybe his, his, his operation isn't doing. He'll probably tell me I'm wrong, but that's okay. You know, that's, that's how I learn. Jay said, for example, when Fuente started making the Opus Petite Lancero, they destroyed every one they made for the first six months until they got the eight tobaccos correct. And those tobaccos were six to eight years old, so things like that add to cost. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Sokka is I, – I don't want to put words. I think Sokka's done stuff like that too. Like he has totally obliterated something when he's not happy with it. So uh, – or maybe it gets – so I don't know. Maybe they use it for short – I don't know at that point, right? But, yeah, I mean, I can see that. And there's those are things like – there are other things that factor into this sometimes. Um, yeah, every... It's not all cut – because I think with his comment, he's trying to say like, okay, you know, uh, Roma makes cigars pretty much everything. I don't know. Everything's pretty much under $20. And now there's all these brands with cigars that are over $20. And I think his whole thing is like, you're not really paying. Like, what what are you paying? Why are you paying over $20 for a cigar, right? I think that's his whole point is, you know, no cigar should be over $20 when it costs 2 to $3 to make. But again, there's so many more factors than just how much yeah. you us to make the yeah. cigar that go into why people price something you know yeah, yeah. every company runs jay on different margins a lot of yeah no exactly and jay mentioned the points that jay mentioned i think are just things that we just take for granted sometimes too so those i think why there's a lot in it a lot of things that factor into this as well um and then alan made a comment so... here which which I mean, is very valid, too. I mean, outside of the actual tobacco and the rolling and the making of the cigar, the packaging and marketing also drive the cost up. I mean, when you look at, you know, like, for example, Coop has said many times that he hates the paper bundles, but it's like it's cheaper to use a paper bundle than an ornate box that's made up of several different pieces and they're all finely painted that goes into a velvet bag that goes into an, to an exterior box you know, and then so shit like that is more expensive than, you know, a raw cedar stock box, unfinished, painted yeah. with a, with a with like a, a branding stamp on the top. Yeah, I mean, certain things also cost more. That does add to it too, as well as the other exterior costs I mentioned before, your shipping and taxes and all the logistics too, because that that costs money. It's part of doing business, and at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's the cost of doing business. Um, the cigar itself to actually just get the tobacco and roll the cigar outside of all of that yes um i can see that part of it but when you add all the exterior things into it sure that stuff adds up quick you know it's interesting because um i do like this is where i get sometimes a little my my hatred of the bundles is a little taken out of con i do hate bundles but i do think they work better for an online uh distributor if you if you're selling online i think it's certainly an option 
Uh, I think certainly if it's displayed on a retail shelf, I, that's where I have the problem with bundles. Um, you know, it's, for example, I'm shopping for a watch, right? I need a new watch. My watch finally died after 15 years. And I'm looking at online options, and I've been in a few stores as well. And, you know, I see, the, this, I see some of the watches, how they're displayed in the stores. And, you know, I can understand it. But, you know, online, I don't really need it. I'm not, look, if I just get it in a decent-looking box, I'm happy with that, you know? I don't need to have something like the velvet bag like you were talking about, you know, things like that. So, but I do think there is a difference if you're, if you're certainly going through a brick and mortar. You want to make sure it displays very nicely. So that's why, um, I, you know, I do think bundles work for, like when Abe does a cigar, right? Abe the bad nut. He could put that in a bundle because a lot of those, a lot of those micro blends, some of them he doesn't put on the shelves. Some of them he just sells online. Right. So in that case, you know, I, I kind of understand that's a great way to cut some costs, right? But I still think if it's going to be a very – if it's something he's selling in the store he wants to put in a vintage room, it's got to have a nice box on it. Yeah, and again, just to circle back a little bit, like there wasn't a knock on like some of the the more sophisticated packaging. I, personally, I think it's great. It's very elegant. It drives it up. It drives, drives the cost hey, up. You feel, I mean, hey, you know what? When you, when, you, when you get a box like that and you bring it home and you open it, you feel special, right? I mean – Yep. Most, most people do. Yeah. Like it, it's not bad. It's just, yeah, yeah it's more exp- it's more expensive to make packaging like that because there's more components to it. It costs more money than, you know, just like, you know, your basic, like I said, just like a raw, plain wooden box um, versus like a real nice dress box. Um, it's just, it's just you know, simple math. I mean, one costs more than the other. Um, but, yeah, I, but, you know, to what you just said, yeah, I understand that too. I mean, um, yeah. and, and Jay made an interesting comment here too. Um Sometimes growers just burn the fields when the tobacco doesn't come out right. Another cost, or like Skip mentioned recently on a show, how they fermented a few pilones wrong and they had to destroy the tobacco. I mean, tobacco's money too. Yeah, and sometimes the company will absorb the cost and sometimes the company will pass the cost on to the finished product. It really just depends on their business model. Yeah, it's true. And every company does everything differently. So it's, you know, yeah. like to Mitchell's point, I mean, yeah, it's... It, it depends on their situation. Some, sometimes the bigger companies, you know, depending on what the bigger company is, they have more room to absorb it. Others, you know, they can't really afford yeah. to absorb it. they got to make up for it somehow. It happens. But like I said before, at the end of the day, all of this is all good points, but it all can be boiled down to one simple thing, and it's, it's the cost of doing business, which is a universal truth across any industry, no matter what it is. It's, yeah. it's gonna it's be a, a, it's a co- and look, the thing I say is, I didn't mean to, I'm sorry, I didn't even know what you were, Matt. No, go we ahead. We always say cigars are a luxury product. We always say cigars are a luxury product. We're not operating any differently when it comes to packaging than any other luxury product industry. So I think sometimes yeah. to pick on, on packaging costs is a little unfair because, again, we are positioning this stuff as a luxury product. That's so true. I, I, don't have, I don't have a problem with that. Neither do I. Now, if you're, if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're, now, if you're putting a, a $4 you know, cigar and trying to dress it up as a special limited edition that's where i'll call it out like for example the way, miami heat just won by the way yeah, i'm sorry no no no, miami it's okay just won, yeah. um I, I just need to use the analogy to kind of do your point it's like you know let's let's go outside the cigar industry for a second right do you think it costs rolex the same amount of money to make the green box i mean anyone i don't know who knows rolex but if you know rolex it comes in the green box the famous green box you think it costs more money to make the green box than, say, you know, Fossil spends to make their little tins or whatever they sell oh, their watches in? I, 
I'm not sure. I, I can't answer that just because I uh, the Pro- ro- Rolex probably was ruled out of my is price what I'm implying. Rolex was ruled out. Of, yeah, yeah. Rolex, but, Rolex was considered, but it fell off the list pretty quick. So, <laughs> not, I'm not getting a Rolex, so I'm not. I, I do want to retire in a few years. So my 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 yeah. point my point being is you know you you talk about luxury products and you know luxury products you know like you know like that you know. Um, yeah, they tend to have nicer packaging. It's all—it's all part of—it's all part of the experience, right? You know, you have a luxury product. You know, you don't just hand it over. You, you put it in a nice packaging. You create the presentation. You yeah. Create the experience. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like, you know, you have a nice product. You're gonna have to sp- also spend money to to give it a nice presentation. So that way, the value of that product also isn't watered down by you know you buy a Rolex and they just stick it in a fucking cardboard box and go here you go here's your ten thousand dollar watch. No, they're, they're going to yeah. put it in a, like a whatever it costs to make that box. You know, it's probably going to, yeah. my point being, it's going to cost more than someone who makes a $300 watch, you know, for the packaging they're going to put that watch in. You know, it, it t- you know, building on what you said, you know what I mean? Another example, you know, you look at, look at the alcohol industry, right? look at, you know, some of these, you know, bottles of wine or bottles of whiskey that come in, you know, wooden boxes versus just the bottle itself. I mean, there's... You know, there's certain things that have more build-up to it, and yeah, it costs money. Whether you realize it or not, it does. I mean, you you know, you you see something like, oh, look at the look at the box that comes in. That's fucking badass. You're paying for yep. that box. Just you're pay you're you're when you spend whatever it is, and it's you know, a lot of money. You're paying for that box. It's a nice box, but you're still paying for it. It costs yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Matt, I've been critical of trade show booze, right? And, you know, in particular, a lot of us has come with TPE. You know, I always felt like our booze at TPE, at least the last time I was there, I think there's been some improvement. You know, when you, when you, if you, if you want to have a, a, a look, I, I get sometimes all you can do is have a tablecloth and a small booze, right? But when I hear people talk about they want to have a trade show in a warehouse, right, with, with tablecloths and stuff like that, I'm like, no. Again, these are luxury products. And when you have retailers who still have a big wholesale cost, you, you better have like a, a nice set of couches for them. You better have a really nice display so they can see the product and with good lighting. Um, it is important. That's why, I think, again, when we're talking about luxury products, it is important to have a very nice booth, right? Um, you know, I, I understand the year like when Pete Johnson scaled the booth back with 100 days for a trade show. That's a di- that's not what I'm talking about here. Because the following year, Pete Johnson did scale the booth up, and, and I think it looked good and it was very, uh, you know, it was very effective. I thought so. You just um, again, we're talking luxury products here. And that's the market we're dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, a good, that actually was a good question. Yeah, that, you know what? Uh, just, just give a shout out to David. Thank you for that. That created a that created more of a conversation. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. Poo- I thought we were talking about. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the press release thing. That's why I wasn't poo-pooing on David's question. It is a good question. Oh, uh, more press release stuff. I think. Do you want to go back to the press release thing? Do you need to get more of it off Absol- your chest? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I wasn't even planning on bringing it up. You did. <laughs> did so you not want me to bring it up? Because now it. I feel bad. Like I no, no. It. it is fair game. It, I would have told you don't bring something up this week beforehand. When I no, it's totally fair. All right. it, it, it's just it's a frustra- It's 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 the frustration that I have. I don't like to show that frustration something, but it's frustrating. I just don't understand it anymore. I want to understand. I and I and when I see media guys making excuses. Like in defending this behavior, I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, uh, I, you know, 
Um, I agree, and, and like I said, I've had some of that frustration too, and I just learned to you yeah. know deal with it in, in a case by case basis, and you know, yeah, yeah. I chose to be a little bit more open about some of my frustrations tonight, but hey, you know what? I'd be curious to see, um, you know, inevitably when when that gets back around, I'm either gonna get like, oh, I feel horrible now, like we really need to fix this, or I'm gonna get like, oh, go fuck off, and like. Okay. Hopefully this is fixable. I mean, you guys are all good people. Here, so um, <laughs> no, I know. And this, it's not, uh, to, yeah, and no, it's not to attack yeah, anybody we, either. It's just, it's just like, look, like some people just need to figure it out. It's, it's like you said, it's not rocket science. Like, yeah. we're at the end of the day, it's we're trying, to, we're, we're trying to help you. You know what I mean? Like, help us right, help right. you. That's really what the frustration yeah. is. Yeah. Because also, Coop, how many about times? How many times have you had? Has someone gone? Oh, cool! You know, you guys did, did. You guys cover that story? Oh, did you guys cover that story? Oh, did, you mean did, mean did, after you gave it to my competitor, like hours before me, um, and I'm like, well, we're gonna cover it, but you got deprioritized. That's how it works. <laughs> when you give it to someone else first, it's already out there. I don't feel priority to to suddenly change our cycle. If we're in the middle of writing and editing a review or covering another story or have a personal thing going on, you're gonna get deprioritized. There's no way around that. I mean. But if you're taking the time to get it to me timely, we're going to make every effort to get that out there the same the same day. So, Correct. I mean, that's how it works. Correct. Yeah, that's how it it's I mean, I think that's a fair fair thing. If you want to give it exclusive to someone, go at it is what I'm saying. But what I'm just saying is um I can't do it that way. And oh, don't ask me why it's not in the KMA news, right? Either because look, Ken, I only have X number of minutes to cover KMA news. So I got to prioritize everything how I think the audience is going to respond to it, um, and not bore Abe at the same time. So it's true; it's got to be engaging. Yeah. Can't have Abe fall asleep on the show. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I have to be. You know, look, Abe's great, right? He but is. But I also, you know, Abe can get bored pretty easy. If I'm, you know, and I try not. You know, I, I try to certain like I don't cover shows, stop shop exclusive stuff with Abe. Um, but at the same time, I try not to make it all about rapper Binder Phil Abe. So, and I've had to learn that over the years. And because that show has a different vibe than maybe our shows, it's a morning radio show. It's meant to be engaging, fun, and light. So I have to kind of More I had to learn that for a little while when I first started. Yeah, I had to learn that. It took me a little while to learn that piece with Abe, by the way. But 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 I, I think I got it now. And it, he'll let me know if I don't for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree, and yeah. I and I and I think you do a great job on there. Um, yeah. And in, in the, in the way that you handle that show versus, you know, here or, like, on your show or wherever, it's different. It's, a, you know. It's, it's different. I have to wear I feel a little different, yeah. Um, but, you know, example, the like STG releases, right? We're having a little fun with it with the STG release of the week, right? Because, again, what am I going to say? Well, this, we have this new cigar. It's got rapper. It's Cameron rapper. And it's Connecticut. Like, it's boring. It, it's boring, right? And so I have to kind of. We have to do. We have to mix a little entertainment in with it. Um but not make it where I, I don't want to make it where I'm the entertainer. I want the story to be entertaining. So and but keep to the integrity of the story too, which is very important. We don't want to misrepresent the story. Either. So so we had a little fun. We created this STG release of the week segment within a segment now. Yeah, they better not let me down. By the way, because the streak ends, I don't want to do with the segment. I know. Segment. Now now it's like they have to keep making products just just so that you have a streak to keep up on KMA. Yeah. Justin knows about it now. Like I was worried, right? And I didn't want to say anything to Justin. Like on a Thursday night, I had nothing for Thursday night. Like, well, let me see what happens. Friday comes in, <laughs> boom. Yep. Uh, good news, guys. We got it. He, he sent. He sent the word up. He sent the word up, and he got the press release out just in time. 
STG, Dan Thompson said STG release cycle had to be for their online. It doesn't help retailers. I agree with him. Yeah. I agree with him. It's true. Totally agree. I think retailers got to be overwhelmed with that. I mean, that's kind of what I was trying to get in a little on the show Thursday night. Yeah. But remember, they have STGs does a lot of online business. And, and I get that. Yeah. Well, yeah, like 100%. I said, the Altidus piece, I think Altidus has nailed it down. I think Drew State has got it down now. And Davidoff has always had it down with that. So, um, like, Drew State used to do all the announcements, like, right before the trade show. But then they had periods where they shipped it where they'd focus on those releases. So I think they did a good job. Maybe they make all the announcements at once, right before a trade show or right before a time of, a time of the year. But then afterwards... You know, okay, now we're shipping Underground 10. Now we're shipping Nico Rustica. Now we're shipping FS, uh, the FSC 20 Acre Farm. You know, so I think they found a way to make that piece work for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Kind of transitioning into another topic. Uh, David has another question. Let's see how long this one takes us. Um, Koo, can you elaborate on Jose Blanco? You guys said briefly this morning he'll be in the U.S. more. I mean, I, I actually know this one. You can elaborate, too. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'll mean, i let you take it, Matt. I think we both know the answer to that. Um, I, here's what I'll say. I think the, the story was – his role really hasn't – he's already doing that is what I'm saying. But go ahead, Matt. You, you, take, you take it. He was the one going to the U.S. But you take it, Matt, and then well, I'll add. I, I was just going to say, I, I mean, I just remember, you know, from, from the press release that I got on that um, – it did mention, about halfway down, that Jose and Carlito will be doing more in-store, specifically in-store events throughout the United States, 2023 and 2024. So I take that as I think you're going to see more appearances in shops. They also mentioned as well as an online realm as well, so I think you know, more virtual stuff, but... Regardless, I mean, if you've been going to shops and you've been smoking cigars for a little while now, you know that, you know, Carlito and Jose, you don't really see them in many shops, at least, in, you know, in the U.S. very often. I mean, I think before the pandemic, I think Carlito only visited like a handful of stores like a year, um, if, if, if I vaguely remember correctly. So it sounds to me like this is more of an effort to put them in more stores more often, to, you know, see people engage with people more, which I think to the average consumer is exciting because you have more of an opportunity to actually get that one-on-one -on -one FaceTime with them in a store. If you look at historically, and I'll plug episode 263 we did with Jose, because yep. we talked about this a little, even though I had no idea about the story, by the way, he... It was leaked to me from someone else, actually, but after after the show. But okay, so Jose is like he's had a lot of director of sales roles over the years, uh, particularly sure. La Aurora, um, Hoya de Nicaragua, with EP Carrillo. Now, Fuente, Hoya de Nicaragua. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. But Jose is not a guy who you hire him as director of sales, and he is going to be rolling up numbers. Maybe he's doing some of that. You don't really bring Jose in to roll up spreadsheets and numbers, okay? Uh, you bring Jose in for his relationships he has in the industry, the, the knowledge and the education he has. So what he's been doing over in the Eastern Hemisphere is, is pretty much exactly that. Is he's kind of he is directing sales, but he's emphasizing education. He's emphasizing relationships. Uh, he's visiting a lot of you know different countries there. 
And I think it's been a very successful formula they've had in Europe with Jose there. And look, Jose is still a big a big name in this industry. He is. You know, you look at the U.S. market. It, hey, uh, why not leverage him? What he does great for the U.S. market. So I think it was a, a smart – I don't think it's really this – I heard people say it was a big change. It's not really a big change other than he's probably now going to be covering stores in the U.S. But he was doing that already – you know, trips to Poland, Germany, Bulgaria. Um, you know, he was doing a lot of that already. And now he'll just be doing that here. And I think it's a great move for Fuente because there's going to be times he can't get Car- Carlito. Carlito's ske- like, travel schedule is nuts, as everyone knows. Oh. And he's doing a lot. Yeah. So you have this guy, Jose, who's an incredibly valuable resource. And now you think of Jose Blanco with Fuente on the same sense. Like, it's not like, – like, for years, he was a La Aurora guy, and then he, you know, he moved to a few places. But he's been with Fuente now for over three years, and, and we associate Jose as a, a, a Fuente. So I think it's a lot of sense. You're, you know, getting Jose is not getting the B team by any means. You're getting really good access to him. And, hey, him and Carlito have a dynamic together. So if they're going to be doing stuff together, that stuff, that's even more, and it's going to help some of your biggest retailers in the U.S. So I think it's a, I think it's a great move for Jose. I think so too. And, I, I, yeah, uh, and, I hope and, he's and just company. burn himself out. But that's my concern. Yeah, I just worry about him burning himself out because he does a lot of travel. But but it's a great move for him. Yeah. Yeah, and he's obviously a lot older too, and, he, yeah. and traveling is no, and and not and I know. Well, I know why Mitchell laughed, but that's not even me saying like in a negative way. I mean, I mean the reality is he is older, and to Coop's point, travel is exhausting. You know, it is. It's I exhausting. Mean, I mean, I I, I, I just went through a major travel schedule for about eight weeks. Yeah. So I can tell you I was physically exhausted. Especially like coming uh, over from Europe and then going all around the U.S., go back to Europe, come back. Like Dominican Republic in there too, by the way. Yeah. Then, yeah, then you get around the Dominican Republic. So someone at you know, Jose's age, I mean, I, like I said, I know people pick on Jose, you know, call him elderly and all that all stuff. But the reality is, I mean, he, he's not – super young anymore <laughs> and you know when you do that much travel and you're doing events and you're at shops and you're smoking cigars yeah. and yeah. you know maybe you're drinking i don't know if jose drinks a lot but you know just for the point of it i mean i look at carney right carney is 36 that guy's a role what a role warrior that guy is and he travels yeah. a lot not as much as he used to but i mean i i you know just talking to him i i i hear him in his schedule he comes back off the road he's like Dude, I'm fucking exhausted i was here and it was there it's like yeah. now now double that age you know, a yeah. guy who's who's had Listen, some, some some issues the last couple of years. I mean, he survived COVID. He you know had some other things go on, and yeah, it's yeah. Coop's right. I mean, but, yeah. and, and he's a trooper. Shout though. out to our other friend. It's a trooper. Yeah, <laughs> another shout out. Yeah, no, he is another shout out to one of our friends, Juan Lopez of Gurkha. Yeah, um, this guy. Tra- yeah, and look, he's enjoying his honeymoon in Spain right now. Um, but this guy, I mean, this guy has had one of the. His schedule is unbelievable, and it's it's not just U.S. He's he, I remember he was going into South America. He's going over to Europe at times. Um, you know, he I remember he literally he got married, uh, and then a few weeks later his daughter got married. You know, the day after his daughter got married, where he was? Great smoke. Working the great smoke. Yep. Working the great smoke. That is a that guy's work ethic is second to none. Dedication. And uh, you know. That's dedic- that's some dedication, and there's a lot of guys like that. The Carnies, we've talked a lot about these guys. The reps, I mean, God bless every rep who does this traveling. God bless them. I couldn't do it. 
I mean, there's and there's some reptiles with pretty big territories out there. So um, you got my Jose. Jose's territory is now worldwide. Um, yeah. It's so true. yeah, it's, you know. So so I mean, and but I think the other thing is Jose really loves it. Uh, he may get frustrated with the travel at times, but he loves being with customers and being in front of consumers. Uh, he, he just lo- he's always loved that. I mean, when Jose comes, I mean, I'm hoping that I could go to a Jose Blanco event in my area at some point. Like, um, I've got I he used to come to Atlanta every year when he had Las Cumbres, and I'd go down every year to see him in Atlanta, and I'd I'd stay overnight. I mean, I'm like I got his deal, and I go to his seminar. I mean, that's so I, I'm thrilled. That, and this is again Fuente. This is a great. What do you think about Fuente? This is another move of Fuente, really strengthening up their. Uh, their relationship with retailers and consumers here. This is a great move for the company. And I think Jose is going to really be happy with it. I think so too. And, you and know, he seemed happy. When I talked to him about it, he seemed really happy about it. So, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, doing one of Jose's events. I mean, most people know, and if you don't, um, you know, Jose is really well known for his tasting seminars. I mean, specifically the ones he does. Um, you know, from the folks I know who've been involved in them, I mean, that's like a bucket list thing for some people. I mean, yeah, it, is, to, it is for yeah. me. It is for me. Um, so I've been, know. I've been to four of them. I've been to four of them. Yeah. And, uh, they're incredible. Um, you know, the first year, the first one I went to was 2011 at the IPCPR in Las Vegas. He had committed with La Aurora to do it. And it was the last thing he did before he was going to quote unquote retire. And that was it. That was a swan song. And he thought he was going to be done. And then a month later, he was back in the business. And he was literally, I know he was going to retire. He literally had every intention of retiring. And then he, I think he realized he missed it too much. So, because he's never said he's going to retire again, if you notice that. Oh, yeah. But the one time he said, it was, yeah. <laughs> That's called he's been, passion. Came out he's of retirement. Got the passion. He's like, fuck that. 12, I'll work yeah, till I die. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. Yes. He loves it. Absolutely. He can loves, never knock yeah. him for that. No, he can't. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I, I do have, I do talk to Jose a lot. I know what he's doing over in Europe, and he's done an amazing job. And the Fuentes really value him is the other thing. I said like, they value him. He's a, he's a critical part of that that uh, that think tank nucleus. I yeah. saw it. For, I mean, I saw it firsthand in the Dominican. So, the um, Jay Davis uh, asked a question here that I I, I think is uh, a little a little interesting. Well, I mean, what, what's I older? mean, I think the answer to it: Jose's body or Juan's liver. <laughs> hmm. oh, gee, I think Jose's body. I hate to say it, but <laughs> but Jose probably Jose like he he jokes about this. He may outlive a lot of us. Okay, so I know I that guy. He's got he's got a use. He's got. He's a always looking great. He, he does he, look. Good you know, and that's why age. I was a little worried when I saw him in the DR. I was a little worried about him. That was the first time I was ever saw him where I was worried about him in person. And, you know, he wasn't feeling good that week. And thank God everything's okay for him. Uh, because now, I've, now I see, you know, he's back to his old self. Um, and he's, you know, just, just, uh, this is, this was a great thing. By the way, to answer, go back to Jay's question. Um, I think the answer is that, you know, if you date back Jose, you could go back to uh, the times of the Phoenicians. You know, so you go back before the ancient Greeks. So, it, so if you do time is. dating on it. And there it is. There it is. There's the ball busting. There it is. I tried to be serious about it, and goop, there it is. No, but but I also, I also <laughs> said it'll, outlive, it'll probably outlive me. It'll probably outlive me. I know. 
I know. I'm, that's I'm true. Kidding, so, yeah. Oh, man. Um, you know, when you look at Jose's age compared to my age, um, I think it's 18 years. <laughs> it's not that big an age gap of me and him. So, he may, may very well happen. Uh, so, I, he was 18 when I was born. He was still a kid. So, just keep that in mind. I, I, it's not as far-fetched is what I'm saying. Really? I thought you guys were much closer in age. Uh, I think it's 18 years. I'm pretty oh, sure I it's 18 it was only, years. I thought it was only like five. <laughs> yeah, you know, some days it like, seems like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I like this. It I took like, him I, a I second. Love, he's like, like, oh, what, okay. <laughs> I love Nicole's idea with that. Um, I love I love Nicole's idea with that. It's true. Um, it is a good idea. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's idea. not. I know it's not the like wheel experience. I use air quotes on that, but I still think it, there's a lot of effectiveness there. All right. Yeah. So you go to a Jose Blanco seminar, okay? You guys have not been to a Jose Blanco seminar yet, or have no. you? No. no, no, Okay, so you go there in person, okay? You're not going to be able to just sit there and, like, hide in the back. Jose picks on every person in the audience, is what I'm going to tell you. And he will put you on the spot. He will ask you questions. Like, in the, make, make, if you're asleep, God help you if you're, you're, you're not paying attention, okay? <laughs> so, um, it, it maybe a little tougher to do that on, like, a Zoom type of setting, but I, I think it could maybe work. But yeah, he will absolutely pick on you. Trust me. He, uh, and then he will. Yeah, he he'll have a lot of, fun. and it's a lot of fun to see because again, he engages with every single person in that audience, and you feel like you're a part of that. That's why people go back to those things time and time and time. I went back twice with the same cigar, right? Just because I wanted to see the, um, and I still got the the blends wrong every time, right? So, um, he just really has, and that's what he has a gift to making you feel like you know. He's not just up there as the professor. He's engaging with you. And you, f you come out of that, and you feel like you made a friend. And I I'm being completely honest. That's, that's how I got it with that first IPCBR seminar in 2011. Yeah, you know, Jose, I will say, is he's very genuine. He knows his shit. He's not afraid to be business tough at times when he needs to be. But... It, He'll yeah. be on. I'll but ask him honest. something. Like, Coop, he won't I can't bullshit do that. you. I can't do and he'll be, He won't bullshit you. He goes, I'll ask him for something sometimes. And he, uh, he'll, uh, yeah, I can work on that. And I'll say, Coop, I can't do this one. Again. So, uh, and that's been how he's been with me as long as I know him. Like, I don't think I've ever asked Jose something or for something or about something. And he gave me the runaround game. He'll be like, ah, oh, no, that can't happen. Or like, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not 100% sure. Let me see what I can do, and I'll get back to you. And you know what? He does. Yeah. He get back. Do you remember, yeah. Coop, do you remember, this is going back, do you remember last summer to the kidnapping story? Do you remember that? Kidnapping story. Remember this, the Why am that, I drawing up? Remember the thing that happened with the lady? Oh yeah! You oh yeah! Yes. We were we were up we were up late. Me and Cooper were on the phone for like four hours. Yeah, all right, and, you, yes, and you were like, yes, yes. "You gotta call Jose." And I said, "Okay." And I called he'll, Jose. He knows everything. And, he'll know and, everything. And it was like seven in the morning over in Macedonia, and Jose is always like, "Hey, he's up feeding the ducks." What's what's going on? And I said, "Jose, I go. I'm on the phone with Coop. We you have a situation." It? Okay, okay. You know what is it? We'll figure it out. And I laid that straight. He's like, "Okay." I'm. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to call you back at <laughs> 9 a.m. my time. 
And I'm going to have an answer for you. I know some people. <laughs> don't worry about it. I, I'm going to figure it out. And Coop, what happened at like fucking 902 on Nine the o'clock. dot? 902. Yeah, yeah. My phone rings. Okay, I go, there he up. is. Well, this is what I know. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, <laughs> he's punctual. He gets it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know how many people yeah. would have like, yeah, I'll let you know. And three days later, like, I don't know. Like, fucking an- he had an answer on the dot. <laughs> Let's be a little care about kidnap. No one was actually kidnapped. No. Okay? We kind of use that word. It, it's a running was, joke. Was a mis- someone was, yeah, yeah. Someone was misrepresenting themselves in the industry. Yeah. And that's what it was like. And I just didn't add up. And that's why I said the call was that. Yeah. I won't say the company or the person. But, yeah. It, it, uh, you know. And that's where you have to be really careful. That's why we want to have relationships with people. Uh, it's so important why we have to have these relationships. Because this stuff does happen from time to time. And Matt being newer, you know, he's he, – uh, Matt, I'm not trying to pick on you, but – it's a little easier picking sometimes. Well, I was smart enough to, to, to know. You, yeah, you called me, and I'm like, I'm like this, this is a little right weird. Uh, I don't know why somebody wants to put me on a plane to Europe, um, and I better just scope this out. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, and Jose Jose did his due diligence and was like, "Well, you know, yeah. I don't like it. Don't <laughs> do it." Okay. Thank you, Jose. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. No. No. That was no. It wasn't yep, actually yep. a kidnapping story. I think that <clears throat> that part of the joke came from. I think it was it Jose. You going there? Jose said, "You know, I don't know. It, it doesn't sound good. You, know, I, you, you might get kidnapped. I don't know. He's, I wouldn't do it." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That was a highlight. <laughs> We had yeah, fun that yeah, day. That was, uh, Me and you stayed up like all night dealing with that. One I remember one, that. We were like one in the morning. I'm like, what? And I was like looking, and I, I'm like, this doesn't add up. Something's I remember saying right to you, I, saying, I go, Coop, I don't want to keep you up. And you were like, oh, no, I'm too invested in this now. <laughs> oh, this was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Mitchell, yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah. you I'll tell you this story after, after the show. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll, t- we'll tell you the full all story. All good. All good. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, and I'll say this. The other thing I'll just say is, Jose and I do talk a lot, but when it comes to Fuente business, let me make it very clear. He's not. That stays behind Fuente closed doors. Yeah. When it comes to that, he, he is, and I respect. I've never pushed him on stuff like that. I've always, uh, I always respected him on that. I I did on the show. Ask him about the bet with I told him about the bet with Abe and he clammed up on that one immediately. You know, when it came out to the point they Pedronis, no hobbling glass. He didn't you know, th- that he is not tipping <laughs> anything out with that. So, um and that's how it was. So uh you know, another, that means he knows something. Another possible you know, in the press release it says both Carlito and Jose are gonna be in the US a bit more. Uh you know, we we also forget to mention the their their big brand new Arturo Fuente book is hitting U.S. markets, and I know they're planning to do some book tours with that. And you know, maybe you know, they're probably yeah, just going to want to promote that a bit more. And that's a, that's that's yeah. the book that Aaron Sigmund wrote. Aaron Sigmund, yeah, our yeah. friend Aaron Sigmund. Yeah, yeah, would you? Yeah, and I can see probably Carlito wanting to do a lot of those events too, like because that's him. Like, yeah. He is he is the steward of the family, you know, one of the stewards of his family right now, and I know he wants to really, probably tell that story. I don't I don't think it's about selling books with him. I really don't. I think it's more about you know obviously he created this this incredible book with Aaron Sigmund, yeah. and you know it's about like it is about you the know, story. having 
It's about the story. I don't think this is about this is not about Carlito trying to move a, a thousand of these books, which they're not cheap either. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, and you know one of the things about Carlito too, um, it, that I find interesting is, and quite remarkable to be honest with you, you know, like that. I think you're right. You know, with in in that instance, it's about it's about promoting the story. Um, and you know, we it, look, we all know Carlito is very busy. Um, tra- his travel schedule is unlike. I think it's safe to say unlike any other in the industry. I mean, he he's. He's going a lot, and he, and he's w- quiet about what he does. Sometimes you don't know every place he is. It's true, but what I will say is when when he does, I know when he does do. I don't want to say every single event, but the majority of events that he does now, because of his availability, for him to go, and fly out and travel somewhere to do an event, a lot of times now he does it for um, support of CFCF, like a, <coughs> like, a like an event that you know somehow yes. intertwine with that Very so it's kind of like hey like, i don't have time to do to do just you know events for business so like if i'm coming like i'm doing this for the charity this isn't even about money for me this is yeah. about uh this is about you know, supporting the charity which i think is great too i mean and it's you know yeah yeah absolutely you know and i remember matt the night you and nicole got married you guys went to dinner like mm-hmm. so the you know you guys went to a dinner mm-hmm. uh, and, and hey we were to meet over at the uh barluca and um, I, um, Carlito shows up there. And the problem is, here's the problem. Carlito can't go, can't go to the bathroom sometimes. He, it, can. it, he can't move because everyone is stopping Carlito. It is, you know, I see it happen with other people, like soccer and stuff like that. It is, you know, it's got to be really hard on, on and I, Carlito doesn't want to turn anybody away, you know. But. You know, the guy, that's what I'm just saying. He just can't be everywhere sometimes. And, you know, somebody said, well, I don't see Carlito here. It's hard. It's, that's a hard thing to do. And I know that Carlito loves people. So I don't think it's any more than – but I think he also has to realize his limitations too. And sometimes I'm always respectful of that space of his. I remember I had to give him the – I just – here, take the award. He's like, what's this? Like, are you won factory. <laughs> and he was like, oh, and he gives me a hug. And I'm like, I know you were busy. And it was, But that's – that's uh. You know, I wanted to hand that to him personally. So it's it's tough on guys like that, and it's tough on guys like Saka's. Saka's another, you know, he's another megastar. A guy can't go five feet um, without being stopped. So it's it's very hard on these guys, and uh, they got a lot of respect. Yeah, we got, I always try to respect their space too, and I think you guys do as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, there's there's a lot, and like you said, him and and. and a few others too. I mean, when you see him at yeah. certain and, events where there's yeah. a lot of people around, especially industry people. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a line look, of people yeah. waiting to just to say hello for like two seconds. You know, I mean, it's, oh yeah, great, great smoke last year. Remember that? Oh yeah. He, and I felt I felt bad going on the line, and I said, look, I just wanted to say hello, and I, because I said I, I know you, we, I just spent time with Carlito, right? Yeah. But I don't, I want to, you know, but there were people who had not seen Carlito ever. And I said, you need to talk to these people and. And, and, you know, there were people, and he stayed until, I think he stayed until the show actually closed and was talking to everybody. He really, he really made the effort there. So I've seen, you know, believe me, this guy loves people and it fuels them, which is, and that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to say. Absolutely. I agree. Um, and that's what makes, but, you know, again, to circle back, that is what makes it tough too. And um, it, it's challenging. It is. It's really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. And Jose, by the way, Jose too is another one. 
I never get Tom Jose because he's, oh, yeah. again at the trade show, he can't go five feet. I mean, people don't see, you see him now once a year at the trade shows. And I, you know, I have good access to him. You have good access to him, but not a lot of people do. So you, you have to kind of let them have that time too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. we're, we're fortunate yeah. enough that we we have that, and a lot of yeah. people don't. So, um, yeah, you know, yeah. you have to you have to spread the wealth. You know, it's very important. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Coop, were there any other topics you had on your list for this show this week? I think there's one more, and it's related to Fuente and the Cigar Family Terrible Fun. I think we should talk about that. That was oh yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so I, th- I think we need to close that out with that. Yeah, that's true. So um, I didn't forget about it, but okay, let's do it. No, um, no, but that was the other thing I knew we were going to talk about. Yeah. So um, this is the final days for our Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraiser. Uh, a raffle has been great. Uh, it's not official. Let me just double check just in case. It's not officially in stone, but we're close enough to say that we reached the goal. Um, pre- we're probably going to reach the goal that I had set before we started at 30000 We're at 29170 I'm sure over the next couple of days we'll be able to actually officially cross that. So I'm very happy with where we are. Um, it, it's been another major successful year. Um, you know, we've for the third year in a row now, well, the second year in a row, actually, because the first year is the first year. So for the second year in a row, we have crossed, uh, the previous year's, uh, total amount with the exception of last year. Um, you know, the Fuentes matched our final total. So I take that out wh- with what we as a group raised, um, by ourselves without amazing, that. amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, we we have we have crossed again. So last year, before they matched, it was twenty five thousand five hundred. So now we're, you know, a few hundred dollars away from thirty thousand. You know, that's that's big. And I said from the beginning, I want to do around thirty thousand. So we're just about there. Uh, so just a huge thank you to everyone once again who donated all the prizes, all the manufacturers. We really appreciate it. To everyone who donated the money. Wow, just amazing so proud of all of you so proud of everyone who helped put this together uh, a huge thank you to everybody uh, we have officially three days 18 hours and five minutes left so now that we're really close wednesday at 4 p.m i think it's 4 p.m eastern is the cutoff time that is when it will shut off it won't take anything else in so and then that night we'll have our celebration show and we will um we'll you know, talk about all the winners and stuff like that. So just if you haven't got in yet, please get in. The link is uh, pinned in the video feeds as well as if you're listening later, it's in the podcast description. Um, it should be for the last several episodes of all right. the shows. It's, we on the, it's on your website as well. It's on, yeah, our, right website. on your website as well at the top. Yep. Yep. It's on our website, smokingtobacco.com. If you go to uh, CFCF Charity Fundraiser, you go down to 2023. You can see last year, 20, they'll all be listed as we go. So um, 2021 isn't on there just because it was kind of different. Uh, we didn't use the rally yeah, up system. Was... So I don't really have the, the links for that because we kind of did it a little more freeform. But you can go to last year's. You can see the page. You can see the prizes. You can see what we raised and all that. Uh, go to 2023. You see this one. You can still donate. You can make a general donation or you can buy raffle tickets. Um and again, you only have a couple more days to do that, so don't sleep on that. Or if you wanted to get more tickets, uh, increase your chances of winning something, uh, you have until Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern to get in on that. But yeah, Coop, like you said, I mean, it's it's I'm blown away. 
just how the response yeah, it, on this. Yeah, it it, it 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 is, and you know, you, you know, every year, you know, it's tough every year for people sometimes to do it, but every yeah. year people I think are getting more and more into it, and you know, the, I think this is the best prize. Like they've all been amazing prize pools, but when you look at this year's prize pool that's in there, um, there is some amazing stuff, not just from the fun, but a lot of other people as well. So. Um, and the best thing is you win by donating that money. That you you win because when you go down and if you happen down there, but when you go down there, you'll understand why you win just from doing that. And I think the the prizes are a nice touch to it, and it makes it some fun. You have some fun with it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Very well said. And you know, um, it's a lot of work, you know, to put this together. It's it's not easy. I've had the people approach. Me oh man, I don't know how you do. I don't know how you Nicole. I remember the first year you did it. You guys were getting on a plane to go to Florida the next day. Yeah, and and I was on the show with Carney. You guys went to sleep, and we were still we were still on the show. I think that that day I had to let it. Yeah, I'm like, day. guys, I have to go because I got to get the packages prized up um, for all the winners, and I have to get them to the post office in the morning because I got to get on an airplane to go to Miami. So yeah, um, that was that was definitely tolling. Yep. Um, yep. Poor planning on our part. You know, I take responsibility for that. But, uh, you know, you had no idea that it was even going to grow to that point that first year. either. I don't think. Yeah. You know, the first year we did seven thousand dollars, which, you know, it's not. Yeah. Seven grand is seven grand. But that's um, huge first year. For, yeah. You were new. You were new. You were a year old. I mean, so um, and now, you know, it's it's gotten the words gotten out on this. It's, it's become an annual tradition. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of hard work you guys do on that. The, yeah. the community is going above and beyond. It's just amazing to see that. You yeah. Know, being part of this whole thing and just seeing it happen and like i said last year donating and this year helping promote it's just yeah it's just it blows my mind yeah. that people every yep. year time and time again are going above and beyond um on all ends yep yeah, yeah and you know and you know I, I have to say i mean it's kind of a big deal um because you know we wouldn't even be here without this but you know last year we got a ten thousand dollar donation which was you know a little less than half of the final total last year. Uh, and that same person who wants to remain anonymous uh, donated that amount again this year. So, I mean, a third of what we raised was from one very generous person who has donated again. But so, it still went up. But it but it still went up. And it still, still went up. Thing. Yeah, you're right. And, it's, and we're still higher yeah, than last yeah. year. So it's like, yeah, you know, but yeah. it's still a lot. And so to that person too like i like we appreciate it so much cuz it does play such a huge part in it too i mean that's very generous that's a lot of money um you know we appreciate it um you know it it's it, it it's very special so I mean, the person wants to remain anonymous i'm going to leave it that way but just so that they know publicly yep. you know we we appreciate that so much that was just yep. very amazing um so yep. Like I said, yeah, you can find the you can find the link in the comments on the video, on the podcast audio, on our website, smokingtobacco.com. Um, it's uh, it's it's an amazing event. I'm really proud that we've been able to put this together. Third third year in, we've got it pretty streamlined to how we think it should be. So uh, it was a lot easier this year than the first two years, but uh, it's still a lot of work. So just once again, thank yep. you to everybody. Really, I re I really appreciate yep. it. Yep. No, Nicole's been working a lot hard behind the scenes, so thank you to her as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, she yeah, does a lot. We, she, we had to, like this. Absolutely, week she, she's making promos and stuff like that. So, um, sure, just, absolutely. She did. Yeah, she's the first lady of cigar media. So, uh, yeah. oh wow, that's 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 a that's a 
I don't think I've heard that before. I don't know if I should say because since I know Cynthia's like the first list, so maybe we have to come up with another name, but she is definitely uh Nicole does a great job, so um She does. She does. It was good to see her back on it was good to see her back on, on uh last Wednesday, so that was good to see, yeah. So uh the yeah, queen I, of media. I I, uh, I abstained from queen smoking of, yeah. just so she could be with me. I was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. good yeah, good man. You're a good man, yeah. So uh, uh, this is yeah, it was we, good. We, yeah, we, she's we, a big part of this, I know. Yeah, no, she is, and you know, it, it, there was a couple of different plans on how that show was supposed to go, but uh, then she's like, "Hey, I'll come on with you. We'll 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 showcase the prizes." I'm like, "Okay," and so it was great. It was great to have her back again. It felt like old yeah. times. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know she brought it up in the comments earlier. I had said it's great to have an old face here, and of course. Mitchell and Nicole ganged up on me and turned it into, oh, you called her old. And I'm like, no. I know you didn't mean to. I, but I, I didn't just... say that. <laughs> I, just... I didn't say anything, Nicole. I want you to know my, I was completely innocent of that. Well, Coop, you shouldn't talk. I mean, you do have an old face. I'm, 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 I'm fat, I'm bold, I'm old. Okay? It's very simple with me. Hey, I didn't Coop's say got, fat. Coop's, no one Coop's said fat. Coop's got the fat. trifecta going. <laughs> I got the trifecta. I got the dad bod here. So. Yeah, you're the new punch cigar. <laughs> they named it. <laughs> they should just call that the world. I like Joker wearing a tie, and I like wearing. You know, it's funny. I wear ties a lot. People, I, I, I wore a tie once on the show, and something bad happened to me. Like, so I, I won't wear it on the show again. Did it catch on fire? Did you burn the tie? No, 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 <laughs> no. The tie, uh, something. Something happened outside of uh, something happened outside the show afterwards, so oh. <laughs> that's why I won't do it again. Oh God, I can only imagine. Oh Jesus. Yeah. No, it was funny because I was listening yeah. to you guys on came in this morning. Was it you or Abe, who said it? And they were like, "You guys were talking about, like, oh man, I can imagine what that boardroom meeting must have been like." Where they're like, "Hey, and you got, we got a band on here, and then there's a necktie that comes down. Isn't this awesome?" And I just died laughing. I was in the car driving. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I kind of like it. You know what? It is unique. I'll give it I to him. I kind of like it, man. It's had mi- I'll give it, it to him. It's had some mixed feedback. It's had some mixed feedback. I've, had some, I've shown it to some people who actually thought it was pretty good, um, who are cigar people and non-cigar people. So, uh, But there were others that, you know, we, we really <laughs> – like, like, you know what I didn't like? I didn't like the name. The name I just didn't like. I didn't like the name. Uh, Otherwise, if it had if it had a better yeah. name, I think all encompassing, it would be a little yeah. bit cooler. I think the name is just kind of yeah. Like, I get like I well, yeah. let me just say this. I get it, I understand, but it just it doesn't sound appealing. I don't know. It doesn't sound yeah. appealing. Nobody <laughs> wants to smoke a dad bod. Yeah. I mean, call it like I don't know. I feel like there's so many other things they could have gone with that maybe weren't great, but would have been better than Dad Bod. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm more. Yeah, I agree. No, go ahead, Coop. What were you gonna say? But you, but if you ask me, I'm more excited about the punch release coming out with the uh, being done with uh, Julio Roa. That's what I'm more excited about. With punch. Yeah, me too. This, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't really, it doesn't really excite me. But, but you know, that packaging they did on. I, I talked to Justin a lot about that too. Um. Yeah, so I'm, that excites me a lot more. But, you know, um, it's not the worst thing. I mean, I know Abe brought up something else it looked like, but I don't think this was an egregious trade dress thing so, either. So I think it, well, you can make an argument it looked like something, but nah. 
Well, I, I like the analogy you use as, the, as a pinball pin. It's the oh. I always call that champion size the pinball pin. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pinball. It's that's what it reminded me of. That's very funny. I like that. Uh -oh. But no, it's one other thing you guys did mention on the show when you guys were talking about that that I said immediately when I got that press release. I was at my desk, and Nicole happened to be in the room, and I read it off to her and I showed her the photo and I remember saying to her, "I'm like, you know." Like, I just feel like Punch has just become the playground brand for general because that's, like, where they do their their wackiest stuff. I mean, they get, like, you know, they but get, like, the spring roll, they sure. get the bento box and all that other stuff. Now they get the dad bod with the cans and the, the – like, it's almost like that's kind of like – and it's not that it's a bad thing. I mean, you know, it's – It makes sense to put it under that brand, right? Because yeah. Because Mr. Punch, it's got that humorous – I mean, if you, yeah. if you went and did that with Hoya de Monterey, no, that wouldn't have worked as well. Or Macanudo wouldn't have worked. Yeah. This, CAO, maybe it would have worked. But, nah, I don't think it fits in with CAO. I think they picked the right they picked the right brand to do something like that. I don't know. I still don't know if the spring roll fits in with this, though. I, I can't. I haven't been able to put the connection with the spring roll and punch. But this I can actually maybe see a bit. What I thought, you know, it's not really the same thing, but a general analogy is punch the punch what, what they're doing with the punch brand almost kind of reminds me of like the thought process that kind of went into like asylum of like hey like we're going to use asylum as like you know something we do like our, our crazier projects the without yeah. they don't do that kind of stuff with asylum but asylum you know big ring gauge stuff really long stuff you know the april fool stuff it, it's kind of like their their fun kind of you know different stuff outside of their their serious you know regular core line stuff and then they have asylum they do all these fun special sizes and shapes and whatever and i feel like that's kind of become punch for general it's like well we're gonna do something kind of wild like let's put it under punch yeah and that's like the designated yeah. brand yeah and you know justin said it was probably one of the more under underappreciated brands of the portfolio um it's all you know punch has gotten a lot of ca ratings some high rate i mean uh grand puro hit top 10 a few years ago, and I, I said to everybody, if you hadn't smoked the Grand Puro that year, it was smoking incredible that year. Mm -hmm. Whatever they were producing that year, it was smoking because I, it, you know, really good. So they've they've gotten more accolades I think, with the Punch brand than any of their other brands uh, in general. I think CAOs had had a, a couple in there, I think, but for the most part, you know, those obviously Flathead got them to number three. Yeah. But for the most part, Generals had most success. I'd say with Punch and LaGloria um, have been the ones they've had success with. Yeah, so, made it this year. Yeah, so kind of like to my point, yeah. like when you see it, don't don't like write it off. You know, if it seems really wacky, definitely try the cigar. Seven dollar cigar. Seven dollar cigar. I mean, you don't have anything to lose. It's not a, they're not. It's not, yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, they've, I mean, they've kept punch affordable too. Yeah, well, they've always kept that brand affordable. That's people. also true. They keep it affordable. Something yeah. different. It's fun. Yep. You know, and right. like you said, some of them are actually pretty damn good, and they've been recognized. So, you know, you see yeah. it, and you're like, oh, wow, what the fuck is that? But you know what? Try it. It's not bad. Yeah. Now, I don't think it, I don't think it makes sense to make a punch at LT time to bronze. I hope they don't do that, right? But, um, you know, like they're doing the biggest net there. I could see them doing a Hoyt amount of right there at some point. But, you know, punch, I think, has its own place. So, you know, I think it's – and CAO's – they've done a couple of weird things with CAO over the – I was talking about the – uh. 
the oil can cigar. Um, yeah, you the did one that mention, was in the yeah, oil yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So they've done they've done a, in a couple of other places they've done some unusual stuff with that. But I think an oil can fit better in CAO than it would have fit in Punch. So I think they they, they didn't do a bad job with that. The whole car theme, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, the whole car theme really became a big like, – but CAO is a lifestyle brand in a lot of ways. So you could do things like cars, travel. Uh, yeah. You know, it, oh. ma- it makes some sense with that. Oh. Oh, wow. Is he still here? Jay. Jay, where are you? Comment so I know you're here. <laughs> how How is your What leader? happened? How was great. your Oliva there, Coop? I just yeah. we're great. 30, it we're, was great. We're at 30, really good we're, cigar. We're at 30,000. This is this is smoking yeah. great, too. We're at 30,000. Really? Good. Nice. I, assume I gave it an 89. Jay put I, us that's, over. A really, that's a really good score, Coop. Jay, Jay just put us at 30,000. Wow. I'd say I'd say Jay 89 is, is fair. Thank you, Jay. Um, Thank you so yeah, much, Jay. 89. Sorry, Mitchell. I know you're trying to get your point in, but I, I have, <laughs> no, to, no, no, I have sure. to stop you. Jay, thank you so much. Good job, Jay. Good job, Jay. You're you're the so there, there, you, there you go. Yeah, there you go, Jay. We hit thirty thousand guys. Guy, uh, it's official. Although Jay says we're going for thirty five. Jay says we're going for thirty five. Yeah, now we got, we're going for thirty five. Yeah, that's uh, that'd be amazing. I'm looking at wow, big, big, big. Yep, I'm seeing the number come in here as well. And a, a few, uh, you know, David just made a contribution too. So I mean, uh, did he? Every, oh yes, everything counts. Yes, uh, David, thank every you. Every bit counts in it. Everything counts in this, guys. I mean, it just doesn't. This, you know, I know some people. This everything counts. Yeah. Um, wow. Big big news going in. So, so yeah, that you have hit the goal. Congratulations. Thank you, Jay. Thanks to everybody. Everybody and, who made a contribution. Yeah. Jay, Jay said you're welcome. Didn't need the shout out. I know. And I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I know you didn't. But but it is it is special, yeah. Jay. It is special. We we do appreciate it so much. We really do. Yep. It hasn't updated the final total yet, but but I know that was I know you don't see the that total. It takes a little while to get there. My total is still saying twenty nine one one eighty, but that's um. It sometimes I've noticed it takes a little while sometimes to refresh on me. Oh, just from doing it personally. Yeah. Yeah. My, mine is. It, it may be my. Okay, yeah, it sometimes does take a little bit. Wow, I'll bring up another. I'll bring it up on my other computer and see. Anyway, but, uh, before, but yeah, it will show up. Before yeah. that, um, Jay did comment. I am interested in that champion size with Cameroon wrapper. Why not? Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, I'm excited. And you know, in in general, like I said, they got a lot of Cameroon, so they can afford to do a a, a cigar with that. They got good. They got good tobacco, general. Um, so we'll see. I mean, how was your, Matt? How was your punch spring roll? It wasn't bad. I gotta smoke another one, but it did wasn't get, bad. I enjoyed did, it. Did you? Did you get notes of um, bok choy and you know? I'm gonna cabbage. be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what bok choy tastes like, so <laughs> I don't think I've ever had bok oh, choy. Oh, bok choy! <laughs> oh, you got a bok choy, man. Bok choy is uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's a green leafy. I know what it looks it's a, like, it's a, it's but I don't green. think I've ever had it. Is it like cabbage, though? It is, like what... Yes. It, it's in that, it's like yeah, it's water. In that well, hold on. Wait a minute. I got Mitchell over here who's half Chinese. I mean, he definitely knows what bok choy is. I have to the, turn the to thing, him. 
the thing with bok choy is you know a lot a lot of the times you have like a sauce in it so it just depends what kind of sauce but it's 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 just like a very watery juicy but crispy it's almost like take like a, like almost like a celery you know it's just like a like a bigger celery it's like that watery crispy but it's got like a nice earthy flavor to it mm. okay. and what happens is it's got a bulb it's got a bulb type of stem yeah. as opposed to like a celery so the bulb exactly. i think that moisture really stays in it it's great in ramen by the way great in the ramen yeah, like, great like, in soup. like bok choy yep yep well, maybe we'll maybe we'll order some at uh, Din Tai Fung. Mm. Good call. Good <laughs> maybe call. they have it. Maybe they have it. Mitchell, uh, Mi- I, Mitchell and I have already been talking about how much food we're going to eat at the fucking trade show. It's kind of sad, but we're also very excited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we very, are. Very I've, been, I've been like going. To, I've been going. To, can we go to DoorDash? I'm like, get away from. It. <laughs> it was funny when we were down in Miami. I was a guy who wanted to order DoorDash every time. Let's just order DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because you're old. You don't want to go out and socialize. Well, because we had a great we had a great smoking area. Was why. So we had a really good patio. Well, so, you have your yeah. own private space. You know what I mean. So of course, I mean that makes sense. But you know. Yeah. I oh remember... no, no! I actually took the guy. I took the guys out to a Hebrew deli. Oh, did we you? Went out for Hebrew deli. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. These guys were interested. Like some of these guys had never had some. They like basically Abe, who always picks on me what I eat. Everyone ordered what I ordered almost, and everybody loved it. So, Mitchell, we have to add that to the. Did the they have? Food, do the they have order. tongue? Ugh. Um, they did not get tongue because I didn't get tongue. Um, Ugh. tongue is I, I, I love like deli very tongue. Small amounts. Yeah, I love deli tongue, but I shaved. like it small amounts on a sand. Yeah, it's shaved. You got a very. I like a thin piece in layered in with yeah. the brisket and pastrami. Yep, but I don't like an yeah. old tongue sandwich. It doesn't work for me. It can be a little overwhelming. Yeah. I think it was some mustard. Yep. yep. You mean like yep. legit? Tongue? Oh yeah, you definitely. Uh, oh yeah, legit tongue. Beef tongue. Ugh, beef it's tongue. good. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Some of the things you eat. Well, we won't go there. But some of the things you eat, <laughs> deli meat. What do you think it is? Uh, it's not like. <laughs> you know what? Like I don't know, know and I want to leave it that way because sometimes it's mental, okay. and I don't want to know. Just yeah. eat it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll eat anything. I, I will take you to. I was going to say, we're, for we're me, actually, uh, I'm, I mostly just eat, like, turkey and roast beef. I mean, I don't really eat a lot of... Oh, oh it's so good. Coop, we can, we can go it's get so the good. mortadella and the head cheese and the tongue. Yeah, oh, mortadella. Oh. <laughs> and there's a great place in Boca that has a mortadella in their sandwiches. It's not public, but it's called Vienna. Yeah. It's good stuff. But, uh... Yep. Yeah, Mitchell and I on the last on third, uh, sorry, Wednesday night show, or was it after the show? I can't remember. It was during the show. Was it during the show? Yeah, we yeah. talked about how all, like all the food we wanted to eat, and I've already made some reservations. And I told Mitchell, and I'm like, "Are you good with these places?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, yeah. "All right, good," because I'm excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, what a night, guys! Jesus, I feel like we accomplished a lot here. Yep, very good, very good night. Oh, I'm getting tired. Anyway, let's wrap this up here. Um, great show. Thanks for being here uh, to you guys, as always. Uh, thank you to everyone who stuck it out with us tonight, watched us live. If you're listening to us later on the podcast platforms, we appreciate it. Thank you. And don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our content on our YouTube channel, wherever podcasts can be found. And as always, you can visit smokeandtobacco.com for more news, reviews, and updates from the cigar industry, as well as 
to find the link for our 2023 CFCF raffle fundraiser. Um, at the top of the page under CFCF Charity Fundraiser, you go down to 2023. It'll bring you right to the Rally Up page, which is also go.rallyup.com slash smoking tobacco 2023. And you can donate there. Uh, we are we are off now, and we'll be back in a few weeks for spare notes. Uh, catch us on Wednesday on Smoking Tobacco, and we'll be celebrating the end <coughs> of the CFCF fundraiser. So that'll be our celebration show. Don't miss that. And Coop, who you got on Cigar Coop this week? Moan Alley of Patina Cigars. Oh, nice. Yep, uh, I haven't interviewed Mo in about five years. So he he is the second time on the show, but I haven't had him on in five years, and a lot's changed since he's uh. He's he's with on last time, so uh, uh, he just launched the company when we had him on. So yeah, um, I would say so. A lot has changed. Some, our our team really likes his cigars too. So oh, that's going to be a great show. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. So definitely check that one out. Uh, and then we have a jukebox show. I don't know when it's going to air, but we're recording it Monday. So uh, we had we've had we've had some challenges scheduling wise because a lot of the guys have kids in sports right now this time of year. So. We're doing some adjustment this year, so they it's can a busy time. Yeah, take care of their family first. Take care of their family first. Yeah, yeah. So go go vote on Battle of the Bands for Jukebox, all right, people? Some some oh, sad right. upsets. Yeah, sad yeah. upsets this week. I'm still distraught. Oh my goodness! How the hell did you two go down to the Beastie Boys? Is beyond Dude. me. Dude, this is backlash. And, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't usually like to give. I don't usually like to give the way votes, but there's one contest going on right now that's tied. So, um, but if I don't want to tip it, so definitely got, your vote will count. It could be some of these have been decided by one vote. And, it's, uh, um, and I have ACD black here. and black, which I think has. A, yep. Yep. Well, I, I I'm excited to see how that all plays out too. I just. Uh, I, I believe it will be Hector's Purple Rain against my uh, ACDs in back and black in the final, but we'll see. That's how I believe it's going to happen, so we'll see. The purple one. You never know. The purple one. The purple one. Hector won it, Hector won it with Nirvana for the 90s, so. Oh, uh, come on, Hector. And that was a roll. Hector, well, you know what? The, okay, so you know this what the mistake harder. McTavish, McTavish should have never drafted Thriller with the first pick. I had Thriller potentially if it was around for second or third round one, but no, he should not have drafted Thriller ahead of Purple Rain. And it's funny because so, when I talked uh, to Hector about it, he said he said he was confident with Purple Rain, and he said, "But he goes, oh, he was totally confident." He said, "The only th- he goes, the only one that worries me against Prince is Michael Jackson." He's like, "But I feel like against anything else, I think I'm good." Uh, that was his. That was his we. Process. My, Michael got bounced a couple of years ago pretty early, which is why I was like, I didn't think he was going to do well. I think there's a backlash on him. So, um, it, you know, because again, mostly cigar people voting on this. So, yeah, you know, you kind of have to look at that. And yeah, so you two has never ever done well, and it, it, they get bounced in the first or second round every year. So, uh, but I was still surprised the beast because you two won its first round matchup so easy. I figured it would hold off the Beastie Boys, and, and no, the Beastie Boys advanced to the Elite Eight. And ZZ Top, go figure that. ZZ, ZZ Top, ZZ Top, dude, just the clay. ZZ Top, mm, I well, love uh, ZZ Top. Lot, we have a lot. We have a lot of people voting in the, in the Texas Panhandle and Central Area, and they're big. And that's the thing. So as I a, that's what happened. As a Canadian, I see an international market a lot more than an American market, and a lot of these upsets. 
internationally would never happen. You two would never yeah. lose to the Beastie Boys internationally ever. It wouldn't even be even the closest thing. Mitchell has a point. The Clash, it uh, it, it would you would laugh if someone put the Clash up against ZZ Top internationally. But you're right. It is the audience and it is an American market. But yeah, as a like seeing these things like from an international point of view and from a, as a musician as well. Um, I love ZZ Top. I'm not going to say they haven't put out amazing, oh. you know, blues rock music, but the girl, compared the girl to the, the Clash. Video still, yeah, the Clash. I had the Clash going to the final four when I did. So did I. I thought, the, I thought the Clash would be in the final four. Um, so, yeah, out of, out of Revolutionary punk album. It was a, yeah, Revolutionary, they have a popular thing. Um, but, yeah, yeah I thought... I thought the Clash would knock Michael Jackson out in the Elite Eight. I thought that's what Jackson would get. And I thought the Clash would uh, beat Michael Jackson. So it uh, it didn't work. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but go vote. And then, go vote, oh, people. Go vote. Go vote. Twitter. Go vote. And if you retweet it, you're eligible for the prize pool. So um, most people are eligible. Sorry, Mitchell, you're not eligible. But, um, yeah, it's but, okay. Uh, we appreciate your support. We appreciate your support, yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys – we're going to wrap up the show there. Thanks for being with us tonight. I'm not going to do the ending roll call again. I already did it. So we'll catch Good you night, next everyone. time. All right. Take care, everybody. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smoking Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokingTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.